Nice. All right, lords and ladies, welcome to Beyond the Source Wall, issue nine. Break every bone in your body. Ooh, fucking uh, that that has that that phrase has been one of my favorite phrases of Batman. It's like really like that's what makes my Batman. He's always he he's this he's this he's not a good person like you know what i mean like like when like people are afraid of him like sometimes like the way he leaves crime scenes you're just like holy shit like who would do this to people like the way you know he gets the pain out of people it's dope so i read i think it was what came out was it sean was it 102 yeah 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 and he said break every bone in your body and i was just like damn but it was kind of like in retrospect which was even cooler you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying like when he said it it was almost like what happened to the guy who would break every bone in your body? And I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Where's that guy? You know what I mean? So I like that shit. It, that's why I like Sean Murphy's it, White Knight, because he fully admitted at the very end of, like, the White Knight, uh, the first one, he was like, I'm not a good guy, Jim. You know, I like to hurt people. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I love that guy. That's that's my bad it, it, It's funny. It's funny how, like, he's like, oh, I won't kill you, but I will just hurt oh, you badly you- enough. The hospital bill will make you want to die. <laughs> I'll bring you as close to death as possible. Like, what? There's, like, psychosis issues with Batman. That's what makes him so, like... That's what makes him... His tale can be told so many different ways. Like, you can tell him as the most... The most honest, up, you know, like, upstanding citizen or whatever. Or you can tell him as, like, this... This... I don't know, this this head case. You know, of just, yeah. like, insanity. I... My kind of favorite thing... Come again, Craig. He doesn't respect the uh, evidence chain of command. <laughs> yeah. He just takes evidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dope. My, my favorite, like, take on Batman is when he starts off being, like, this break every bone in your body kind of character. And then, like, with, like, the introduction of Superman and Dick Grayson, he's sort of like, oh, there can be another way to do this. I think that's and funny. That's as sort of... that, I think that's funny you say that. I Maybe that's why you don't like the the older, demented Batman. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean because he didn't like. There's so many different arcs Batman can go, and I dig that one too. Like where he gets when he meets Superman, and Superman just makes him the most justice-filled being like alive. You know, like I love that shit. But there's also just this like another universe in my head where Batman is the most demonic version of himself at the old age. He's just so cynical and just so uh, stubborn. You know, so I like that too. But I like you bring that up. I like that you brought that up because that's a very cool version of Batman as well, and should definitely. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I do. I do like the sort of old jaded Batman where like he reverts back to his like true nature of pushing people away and like. Well, what being about this dark hero. what about if you prefer Batman Beyond's Batman in old age? Is, would you say that like how he's kind of stubborn in old age? when he's with um in the batman yeah, beyond like you know what i mean yeah, he, yeah. like he doesn't he still... like fight him so hard like to like let him in you know what i mean so yeah that's cool um but yeah that's why this issue is called that because that was a cool i love that i just think that's like the that's my shit that's my batman so it was cool they mentioned it even though this batman would you say that tynan's batman is that not necessarily I mean, I would argue that he is. Okay, is he? Like, give me give me some... Uh, I so guess here's he, the thing, he is. He's like, definitely rough. Well, I feel like he's definitely in a transitional period right now. I think that Tiny's trying to um, show not just, like, the rough edges that is Batman, but also, like, what 
what does a person with trauma like that look like when they have a family the way that he does? Because he is trying to reach out and, you know, extend his family to the point where he can fill that hole of where his parents used to be. I mean, he's got so many wards now, members of the Bat family. I think that he's kind of digging more into that as well. I think it's a two kind of, of the same coin. I feel like with Tynan, what he's doing very much now is rebuilding Batman's family after the fallout from Tom King's run. He's sort of like, Batman has pushed people away and now he's trying to reconnect. And like, we got that at the end of Joker War where he calls him a family and has to reconnect to all of them. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Tom King would have had a better, I guess, catharsis with Batman if he had been allowed to finish his run the way that he wanted to? I think so, yeah, because when when we had like the second annual, which is where we sort of saw the jump to the future and we saw Bruce dying, he had the family there. Mm-hmm. And I think if it had been allowed to do what he wanted, I think we would have got the Bat family introduced back, but he sort of had to rush it. They came back to save the city, but we didn't really get that resolution to the conflict. Mm. I mean, based on what happened what I was told was going to happen now, like now the things you tell me, yeah, I think it would have ended up way better than whatever he got. It's just kind of weird to see when like somebody has like such big plans and then they just fall through because somebody said, no, we're going to... Well, that was right during the AT&T merger, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I think well, the AT&T merger was uh, a little bit before. Yeah, I think you're right. Something was going on there at DC, I think. I'm sure fishy things were overlapping each other, you know. Oh, yeah, because AT&T was the Batman damned bat dick thing. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know that... that... Say it again. You'd like to begin, say it again. (laughs) The connection on here is not great. (laughs) <laughs> um, did anybody like actually end up getting a number one of that? That sold out so fast. I can't even find it on eBay unless it's like. I, I went, I went into my shop on release day. They had the shelf was full of them, and I was like, I'm not really a fan of Azarello. I'll give it a miss. And then I got home, saw saw, saw, saw the backlash online, saw like, oh, like it's not getting second printing. It's out, and like I went back like the following week, and I was like, um, do you have any left? And he was like, we sold them out like end of the day. You don't. Yeah, like, you, you don't like. Yeah, that was the best thing. You don't like mean Batman because I just told my wife like, the other day. No, I told my wife the other day that Azarillo is the closest thing to Bat- Frank Miller's version of Batman with the way he acts. He's so like angry and mean, and he's just like he's just stubborn as shit. He's an awesome bat. Um, he's just so dark, and is so you don't. Did you like Azarillo though? Did you like his story? It was cool. They're like I didn't read it. Oh, you didn't read it? You never got it? No. Oh, so you never even uh, read it digital, though? You never read it digital? No. Uh, it's good. You should read it. It's the really cool. The thing is, like, the bat penis is just a silhouette. It's not that big of a yeah. deal. But people like... I got the Spider-Man Rain. Uh, have you ever heard of that story? That's supposed to be, like, they call that, yeah. like, the yes, Dark Knight I, story I of Spider-Man. I got the penis yeah. version. Yeah. I got two the versions penis of the Spider-Man. penis. I got two versions of the penis version. Yeah. Peter Parker penis. Yeah. This, this is the one Peter where Pecker. he kills Mary Jane with, with his, his radioactive. radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't read it yet because I'm trying to read all the Ultimate Spider-Man and then I'll read that story. Yeah, tying Craven's so like so Craven's like eyebrows. Then it's like a it's like a Dark Knight Return story or whatever. It's supposed to be like dark, but it's like Peter's old 
at this point and Mary Jane. I, I they're older at this point. I don't know if it's forty, probably forty five, fifty, something like that. But then like I yeah. think he's significantly um, older. I have the he, trait he's, of that. he's late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, he's starting Holy to go senile and he's not um he I haven't read it yet. I'm for stoked. I'm stoked. And looking yeah. at the covers, it looks crazy. Like the there's one where it just looks like he's like the Sinister Six just got him. You're done. You know, so With, without spoiling anything, there's some old Batman, um, old Batman, old Spider-Man villains, but just to show you the um age discrepancy, some of them have kids running around. Damn, yeah, and, and they're not, they're not just like babies; they're like they're like teenagers. And so are, that just are that they just villains? Shows you just wondering, are they villains? Um, or the they one just... that I'm recalling, no, she's not. Oh, cool, that's cool. I am just going to mention the sort of big thing the book's known for, which was um, Mary Jane died. Mary Jane died of Guys. cancer because yeah. um, Peter has radioactive semen. Well, he yeah, is right. radioactive. Yeah, like he, even his blood. I think even That's his blood. I think his blood. I, I, even, I linked like... it in the chat. Look at. It. No, no, it's it there. Is. It's there. No, Look at that. Yeah, that. No, sh- there it is. No, yeah. she, she's she's dying of cancer, and he said that every time they made love, every time he held her, every time he kissed her. Every part of him had a little bit of radiation. It's like, yeah, just constant. It's no, wait, it's the Manhattan story if it was true. You know how, like, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's so the Manhattan story if it was true. First thing that pops up when I Google it is radioactive sperm. Yeah, that's yeah, about so right. Everybody, Sounds about everybody right. latched on to that just to, you know, make the joke and everything. But I'm yeah, stoked. Was, it, was, it, was a heavy, it was a yeah. heavy scene. Yeah, it sounds super heavy. It sounds super heavy. So I'm, I'm definitely down for it. Um, it's just almost a shame. That's what it's remembered for in a goofy thing. Man, was it yeah, actually a good story? Yeah. It sounds I mean, like a great. It sounds like a great it's one. Dark. It's, it's it's just like one of those. It's dark. You're not gonna like it. It's just one of those spin-off <laughs> kind of like, like the end of Spider-Man's life kind of stories. You know. Yeah. You know, and what happened, what led up to it. Wait, what year did this come out? Oh seven. 06 yeah. to 07. Yeah. Yeah. That it's cuz they still had all that edge lords like taking over comics still towards the end of the 90s and then it carries over to the 2000s for a little bit. And they're like, "What do we do?" I know. <laughs> Radioactive spider come. Great. Now I have to read it. <laughs> it, it was a little bit more than that cuz it it was a really sad scene. Nope, that's it. That's all it is now. No. <laughs> Just come. You've been spider silenced. Come. You've been silenced. Spider-Come, Spider-Come. Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a jingle there, do you? Nice. Um, Radioactive Spider-Come. So that's cool. So, see, you got Dark Knight stories of Spider-Man, Break Every Bone Batman. All right. Um, I mean, let's go into our weeklies. and Should, should we introduce ourselves? We sort of skipped over that part. Oh yeah, yeah. We could totally do that. Um, oh, this is issue. Yeah, that's true. I'm Dave. Howdy. I am. Um, I would like to say I'm the color commentator of this podcast. I like to make. I make the chit chat. You know what I mean? You're the host. Yeah. But I like. I don't want to be the play by play. Like I couldn't tell you what artist or whatever did anything on any of that shit. But I know it was good. I read it. And I, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> so, color commentator. I'm just there to keep the chit-chat. <laughs> but, yeah. Who else wants to introduce themselves? Anybody? Hi, I'm Tyler. Hi, Tyler. 
Hi, Tyler. <laughs> I'm here. What's your what's well, Ty? Why don't you tell the people if they never knew? What are your big interests in comics? Like, who's your publisher of choice? Who do you just like? Who do you resonate with? Honestly, if I had to be on like non-biased, I would say probably Image, um, just because they end up putting out more stuff that comes out very frequently that I'm like, yes, I need to read this before anything else. I mean, obviously, I've got a big Green Lantern tattoo, so I'm a little bit biased. But yeah, that's fresh. That's cool. I collect Green Lantern and uh, Spider-Man comics as my big priorities for the big two. But I mean, if you look at my collection, I mean, it's mostly going to be pretty evened out for the two of them. And the one I actually have the least of is my Image collection. But that's mostly because I'm trying really hard to complete my collection of Walking Dead. Nice. How many do you have left? Like, how far are you on that journey? Um, I'm a little more than 75%. No, I'm actually at 75% of the collection right now because now I'm getting into the more expensive stuff. Cool. I just haven't like put down the $1,000 for a number one yet. Is that what's going on? It's like, coming. Uh, a number, no, so what else is another expensive issue like throughout the run besides like the um, number one? Is there honestly, anything out in the middle of nowhere? Like 122 is uh, $900 because of Rick Penis or something? You know what I mean? Issue 122, actually, funny you mentioned... Actually, it was 127. It's funny you say that. Was a speculated issue to have a lot of really important characters, but that went down. Um, okay. Issue 50 has been up and down because uh, it's the first appearance of Abraham and... Um, shoot, I can't remember his name. He was the scientist. Eugene. Thank you. Yep. Uh, but a lot of characters oh, died. Eugene? Or... Eugene? Yeah. Yeah. There's the guy like with the mullet, he's the, like in the that. show. Did he have a mullet in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That guy's a dork. That's funny. Yeah, this I can see really that. Have you heard him speak? Like, actually, he's got no. He's I, that yeah, that's funny. I'd like to hear that because I I there's a couple people I've that do that shit who are like holy hell, and then you listen to him talk, you're like, are you kidding me, dude? You're a good actor because you're yeah. really you yeah. really changed up for this. Um, I'm not gonna hog up the spotlight too much. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, my name's Sean, and I'm an yeah. alcoholic. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. (laughs) Did we all just do that? Fuck. There you go. Did you know what I said afterwards? No. I said, hi, my name's Sean. I'm an alcoholic. No, we did hear that. We heard that. (laughs) We were talking about something else. Um, So what are your, Sean, if you had to pick your, to let the people know what your main interest is, who's your publisher of choice? I'm a big DC guy. No, tell tell them how. Yeah, get in. Tell them how but, it's tell them how it's hard for you to say anymore that you're leaning towards something else that DC hasn't been hasn't been giving you what you want so you're leaning somewhere else the struggle tell them the internal struggles yeah the creator own stuff's a big market now that's what I'm getting into but DC still has a special place in my heart even though they're shitting the bed right now no same yeah they're trying though they're trying I think they're doing cool shit. Like, I mean, I, they got so much cool stuff going on right now. They got Black Label. I mean, there's really good stuff out there. Last God is my favorite thing they're putting out right now. My comic shop, yeah. my comic shop uh, guy was. We were talking about how if they were to do the white, the multi, like, do the multiverse, but do it like the Killing Joke multiverse or the Killing Joke universe, the White Knight universe, the this universe, and keep doing it. I think they would have a good. They might have ground for like a lot of different creative like pro- and then like their multiverse would actually like be super creative instead of just like oh here's or it's just like you know everything's just slightly different over here and this one or this is it like they i don't know do 
that was a thing that they used yeah, to do. Yeah, it just sounds cool. Like, well, so are, are you guys familiar with, um, uh, you know, how, like, 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 start again, start again. Say it one more time. You locked out, boy, yeah. boy. You know how you have yeah, stuff yeah. like this, like, yeah, yeah, F1, F1, yeah. 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 Okay, so before that, they actually had a serious amount of, like, alternate Earths uh, for a long time. See, now you guys are lagging on my end. Um, but they used to do uh, other verses in other worlds. Uh, Elseworlds. Elseworlds. Yeah, yeah Elseworlds are dope. Elseworlds are dope. They don't call it that anymore. Now it's just Black Label this. Right, or right. Batman versus Predator, Superman versus Alien. Yeah. Yeah, that was some of the stuff that sold some of the best stuff that they ever put out. But they stopped like having an Elseworlds uh, name on everything for a while now. White Knight—that's that's that's Elseworlds stuff. Earthworld yeah, stuff, yeah, it's yeah. a whole Elseworld universe yeah, I love story. It. It's from the nineties. They used to build on that all the time. They need more. They they, they should br they should bring it back and do it. You yes. know that would be cool. I, mean, I absolutely agree. Marvel does like their smaller imprints for that kind of stuff too. I mean, how often do they do What If anymore? Yeah, right. I do have a bunch of what if comics. Yeah, they, was what if. they did I mean, do some what if last year or year before. Oh, they I'm did. sure they. they yeah, I'm sure. They yeah, they do, do like a few minutes. Like, uh, on Disney Plus, I think they're doing like an animated what if show. Pulling from some uh, of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the what if. But here's the thing. So. The what ifs? It's funny because I was I was trying to pitch. The, these are the stories that Marvel's starting with. But I was trying to tell my buddy who was just like, you know, it's he's concerned with SJW stuff being involved too. He like he he refers to the women scene in Endgame and says, I hope that's not where it's going. Like that Dude, type of I'm shit. I'm excited for the Agent Carter episode. I know. So here's the deal. I'm talking to him and I'm telling him the first two episodes of the thing. I said like the first one I think is the Agent Carter one, right? And then yeah. like where so it's where Peggy becomes Captain America instead and Steve Rogers doesn't. And then he's like, Oh Jesus Christ And I was like, Now if I had to defend it, she's actually qualified for the serum. You know what I mean? Like she could yeah. like meet the bar for the serum. So it's like they have the uh, actors returning to do the voice acting like yeah, yeah, yeah. will be voicing Agent Carter. So it was funny because he was just like, he rolled his eyes. And then when I tried to like, I, I was like, well, if I had to be on their side, I mean, she technically, he's like, all right, all right, fine. He's like, what's the other one? What's the other one? And I was like, I'm pretty sure the other one is what if Mary Jane got bit by the spider? I think that's one of them. And in like, I remember in the ultimate Spider-Man comic, the first thing that happens, Peter gets bit and he throws the spider on Mary Jane. And like, <laughs> so I tell him at first, I tell him like, the next one's the Mary Jane Spider. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then I'm like, no, but this is what happens in the Ultimate Spider-Man. He's like, all right, all right, fine. You know, and I'm just like, it's kind of funny how there's grounds. There's there's always going to be grounds for it. You know what I mean? Like, if you look hard enough, you're like, there it is. Like, you know, so that's, uh, I don't know. They're interesting. I think they're, inter I think they're going to be interesting. So he was somewhat pushing back because it hadn't been done in the comics. But as no, as he found no. Out it in the comics he was yeah, more exactly exactly what do you call that person like a gatekeeper like what do you call that like some yeah, kind of know. like gatekeeping yeah that's all i'm saying is isn't that funny that's how the mind works though like these people are so like quick to be like well, all right fine fine all right fine. i can, yeah. I can feel that knee-jerk reaction sometimes like yeah. oh you know we did this in the comics 
You come to Pennsylvania, and you'll hear it everywhere. <laughs> Everybody's like that, literally. It's ridiculous. I can't believe how many people will do that, though. Like, they're okay with it as long as it, for some reason, got justified in their mind through something, you know? And that seems weird, you know what I mean? Instead of just being like... But anyway, those seem like really cool uh, uh, issues or episodes that they're going to release. Because, yeah. like, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, you said Chris Evans is coming back for it. Like he'll he be he'll be pre serum Steve. Yeah, that's dope. That's one of my favorite Steves. Many of them coming back. Yeah, that's sick. So it's actually really exciting. The What If series that's coming. Um, Great. I just realized something. You didn't do an intro, and I'm actually curious. What's your preference on comics, anyways? Hi, I'm Craven. I like Image and Boom and Dark Horse, and I can't quit the big two, but I try. Oh <laughs> shit! Yo, you so could sell the yo. You could sell the ads. You're pretty good at it. That was good. That was decent. That was decent. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can't quit you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck I think I'm done. And then they bring out Black Label. You know, all the White Knight stuff, The Last God. They keep, you know, they keep running Batman Beyond. I can't quit that either. Yeah, you, do, you feel, do you feel like you're too far invested to quit it? Is that, like, a lot of the problem for Batman Beyond? It's the one I like. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I know. They, but you, I mean, it, I it sounds like they're reading it. Okay, I, are they not? Stuff with the current series. They're not dragging you through the mud, like you know what no, I mean. Like it's. Oh, okay, good. Okay. I feel like somebody just kind of let them off the leash and let them do whatever they want to the series. <laughs> They've done so many like groundbreaking things. Yeah, that's. And cool. they get to go all the way to like issue fifty, so that's a pretty good milestone. It's so and then you is so is Bruce series, is Bruce even old man at this point or is he dead or is he still in? No, it? he's still old man. He's okay, still kicking around. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. But now, now tell me, uh, his name's Terry, right? The guy who's Batman Beyond. Yeah, Terry McGinnis. He he has a brother in this comic. Yeah. I don't get how many times they always expand the families. You know, like Lucius's family is like oh, yeah. twelve fucking people at this point. Done this entire series, like. They, they got a new Batwoman. Uh, his brother becomes like the new Robin off and on. They bring he, he, back... His brother was from the cartoon, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they he bring was back oh. Damien. Yeah, Damien's okay. in like a good chunk of the series. They bring back Dick Grayson. They bring back Barbara Gordon. They figure out how to bring back the Joker from the dead. Is he, oper is he operating in his own Batman Beyond universe in this comic? Like, meaning like. Like, I'm just like, he doesn't make appearances in any mainstream stuff, right? Because he, they brought Batman Beyond into the main line via Future's End back in 2015. Okay, so did Bat, wait, did he meet a young Bruce Wayne? Like, a Batman? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's fucking uh, sick. Like, you know, kind of big spoilers, but he, you know, towards the end of the series, he, you know, travels back in time and faces off against... Uh, you know, today is Bruce Wayne. That's sick. That's so cool. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. He's like, I can't, you know, run into Bruce Wayne and then... I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker like, for all that shit. Five pages later. Hold on one sec. Tabs. Kevin, I want you to know that I have nightmares about your microphone tonight. <laughs> Sorry. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, Tabs, what's cracking? <laughs> I know you're a little under the weather. Are you up for a little... Uh, you know, let people know. Let them know that you're the ladies' man of the group. Definitely not the ladies' man of the group. Don't lie to him. Tabs reads the lady stuff and he kills it. He's got me on it too, because I've been wanting to read the lady stuff too. 
She-Hulk. Tell them. Instead of Hulk, it's She-Hulk. You know what I mean? I had a bunch in my head, but they all went out. Oh, instead of Spider-Man, it's Spider-Woman. Or Spider-Gwen, you know? That's cool, yeah. though. I, I like that take. Yeah, I just actually had a conversation with uh, one of my LCS owners about... Um, it was actually more Spider-Man in general. And just how well, like, the quote-unquote spider family is, is because even though they're similar, they all have such distinct personalities and lives. They just really stand out. And he's like, I totally agree. And I worked for DC, and they haven't figured that stuff out. No, can't do it like Spider-Man and Marvel for whatever <laughs> reason. I just... I don't know. I feel like both sides have their own kind of issues. I feel like whenever I read the Spider-Verse family, I always get... Like, the Dan Slot Spider-Verse run was primo choice. Everything lately has just been kind of like, eh, is it there? I feel like, at least with Tinian's uh, Bat Family right now, it stands out enough that when those characters are being written, there's no part of me that's like, that's not what this character is like, that that's not what I would like to see with this character. Like, with Tinian's anything right now, I mean, I'm reading it and I'm just being like, yeah, absolutely, spoiler. I mean, with Oracle, especially right now, well... I don't know if she's Batgirl or Oracle right now, but either way, that's that's something I'm actually excited about. I I, I don't even think she knows at the minute. I mean, she brought she brought that up. That's that was an interesting yeah, yeah. Uh, dynamic. Yeah. I really need to read the Detective Comics run. It, it was more so on how like um, cyclical a lot of the DC stories are, like like Three Jokers, uh, how we mentioned what was it a week or two ago, mm-hmm. how it almost kind of felt like um like a modified killing joke in a way. Yeah. You know, yeah. with a similar monologue and that's kind of what the conversation was and it's like, you know, you have the spider characters and like yeah, you know, Ghost Spider, Spider-Gwen is just like a retelling of Spider-Man, but even though they kind of spin it, they all break off in certain directions whereas a lot of the DC characters just they just feel like they're stuck in the same cycle the last several years with some of their arcs. Like they just can't break away into into new ground for whatever reason. They they start pulling away and then they come back and it's like, oh well, this is just like you know whatever arc from years ago. And he's like, yeah, even with um, yeah, we brought it back. State. We we brought it back. Uh, we we pulled it right out of our ass. You know, <laughs> like Jesus I mean, Christ. Well, we were talking about like um like future state and um and how they marketed Kid Quick. Um, you know. Like, did you hear about Kid Quick? And he's like, uh, no, I didn't. I'm like, oh, well, the marketing is, you know, like DC's first, you know, non-binary superhero. And he just rolled his eyes. And he's like, I don't understand this. That's a legacy character that they haven't used in, like, decades. That's not a new character. DC so. has a non-binary character at the minute in Suicide Squad. Well, don't say Grant Morrison. Well, that's no, not, not how they marketed um, oh. Kid Quick or yeah, the new that, Future State one. Ooh, that was dope. In, Nobody's in gonna Suicide congratulate. Squad, we've got the Airy. That was dope, And Kyle. they are. That's all I'm saying. That was dope. <laughs> Grant Morrison. <laughs> I was just thinking about him in my head. He's the guy who did the Source Wall? He's the guy who did the Source Wall? Right? He's the uh, guy. Is he the guy who wrote yeah, yeah. in like the Source Wall and shit? Yeah. No wonder he's LSD non-binary person. It all makes sense. Like that concept's crazy. He's, he's crazy. It's nuts. Isn't it with uh, Wally West in the Flash TV series? We're gonna have to get used to the they them pronouns with Grant Morrison. That's they them. 
What if you refuse? Is there a way to well? Is there a way to address somebody with never a pronoun ever? Just their name, I guess, right? They, they, and them. Yeah, you keep saying their name. You just say their name, so you never say like. like if you look at uh, Sam Smith's uh, Wikipedia, it's always Sam or Smith. Gotcha. He's a non-binary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With non-binary people, they usually prefer they/them pronouns. But another one that I've heard from people is G and J, um, just depending on who you are. But I mean, historically, like the the non-binary people throughout like religion and culture, typically. Like, I'm not really. Couldn't I technically that. be referred to as Your Highness? As that's my pronoun, you know, right? Isn't like my liege. That's a title. Is it? Is Highness a title? Really? Yes. Because I thought. Yeah. Oh man, fuck. Uh, Grant did. Cool. Grant did say. Cool. Grant did say um, they wanted to use they them pronouns. Hmm. Okay. Who's? Wait. Oh, Grant did. Hmm. That almost made it sound like multiple people made the decision. See, this is the... Now, hold on. You said Grant did say that they wanted to... Yeah. Instead of Grant did say that he wanted to. Fucking yeah. ass. Yeah, no, but no, but I almost mistook it as Grant it, made it the decision. Plural. It sounds plural is what I'm saying. Well, it made it sound plural. Because I thought, I was like, wait, who do you, like, who do you make this decision with? Who's who's they? they who's, you know? They is Grant. The sixth, the sixth dimensional aliens. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it. I get it. But when that's the only thing I get is a confusion of plural. There's actually um, plural uh, words that are used as singulars as well, um, I think, in Spanish and in French. So I think that's where the idea comes from. Um, okay. We're not the only Makes language sense. that are doing that, too. For example, um, you know how uh, Spanish has had the whole Latin X thing going on? No. Like, What's that? So yeah. to be more inclusive, white people invented Latin X as a means of being like more inclusive because Latino or Latina is gendered. So to be inclusive of people who are trans or non-binary, they wanted to have Latin X, but Hispanic people don't like it. And they think it's white people trying to tell them like how to control their language. So they've responded and made it. Latin That's juicy shit. That's some juicy shit right there. I could see wars breaking out over this, to be honest with you. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, a lot of Spanish-speaking uh, people have started uh, using L and E as a means of being more uh, non-binary inclusive as well, so they can be uh, more yeah. progressive. It's interesting. I always thought uh, language that has a gender, like, you know, all the romance languages, they always, or sorry, they always do, like, the, the it's either masculine or feminine. I'm always like, yes. damn, that shit's mad confusing. Fuck that. I'm no, sorry. it is. It's weird, yeah. too. I'm Dude, like, God damn what? it. You know what the word for wife is for uh, in French? No. What is it? It's the same word as handcuffs. That makes so much yeah, but that makes sense. I get that. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making <laughs> around. Uh, um, you be my boyfriend. Um but yeah. Alright. Hell yeah. We've all we've all we we've all been uh, we've all been introduced, okay? Cool beans. So if we were to now uh huh. So What's up? somebody mentioned that Kid Quick is a legacy character, but I'm confused. I'm only seeing Jesse Quick. He's and Jesse Quicks. Quick. Sorry. Um, it's his. Give me a second to find it. Um. So it's a, it's a relative essentially, but that was more so just the point. I just asked him about if he heard like how it was marketed. Not the mm -hmm. character itself, and he was just like, "I don't understand why marketing keeps doing that." But 
You know, I mean, I, I'm like, to... I'm like, I get what they're trying to do, but at the same time, like, that should be like the last point of the article, not yeah, the headline. Like the most, yeah. like, like yeah. they're a superhero. Right. Make them a superhero. Don't. They're they're trying to like reach out into a demographic to draw them in, which is fun, which yeah, is which is fine. Heart. But it's like, well, what happens if you start reading it and you're like, you know, this person is absolute shit. Like, um. Oh, what's one of the classic ones with X-Men when they made, um, whoever did it made, like, Bobby Drake, like, suddenly homosexual, and they're like, Bendis. and they're like, he was, an asshole. he was an asshole, they're like, he was, he was abusive, he was just nasty, and now everybody's like, oh yeah, we're gonna forget that ever happened, because it was so bad. You didn't like You're it? talking about the history of Bobby Drake. Wait, I think I read, like, a six-issue run where he was, like, uh, coming out to his father, it was really intense. Yes. It was intense. Like, it was like, he's like, he got to a point where he was like, I can, um, I, he was talking to his dad and he's like, I can manipulate the temp or like, cause his power is that he can literally like freeze atoms down to standstills and shit. Like when they break down his power, he's like, I can literally freeze the world, but I can't change your mind about me. You know what I mean? I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying powerful. there wasn't, like, good points about but they said, oh, okay. like, his relationships, like, he was an abusive asshole. Like, he, he just, he was written like an asshole, and now nobody, like, talks about it because he was, he went from Is this being the same a, like, story with Dakin in it, too? Or like I, they... I don't recall because I never read it, but oh, okay. everybody I've, I've talked to about it said the same thing. They're like, he was just abusive, he became nasty, it didn't really make a I lot of see. sense. No, I want to see if this I is the I I because I remember when this happened, and I remember. Sean, find me the out. find me the issue of this with the Bendis thing. When find the dear thing. 40, and then the uh, when Bobby Drake had his own uh, issue. One uh, through sorry, six, like one. Like, yeah, he had like one through six or some shit like that, right? Something I was like, like that, yeah, 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 Afterwards, okay. yeah, a little something. But yeah, that's what I read. I'm, the one through six part. Yeah. Something that they talked about, like in that issue forty of uh, All New X Men, is because. You know, Bendis brought back the original X-Men um, from issue like six or something uh, over into the current continuity of Marvel. Um, what they were suggesting was that all of the that bit of uh, anger that he had, all of the abuse that he used to give was because he was repressed and because he didn't want to acknowledge these things about himself. And that kind of makes sense because of the people that I've known in my life who were in the closet until they were 40, I mean, they did a lot of the same things. I mean, they would just take out their emotions on other people around them and yeah, it's it was not unheard of not unheard yeah. of you know what yeah, I mean? i'm not saying it's not yeah. realistic it's just yeah. for a comic like a lot right. of people didn't right. like it because they're like this isn't like like good like wholesome kind of like be your best friend bobby this is like right he's really? like, like lashing I... out and being an asshole to everybody Do especially you, can... like his boyfriend i'm just wondering can can you do you know if it was I, I know I'm asking a lot, but just to remember something, but wh- I know Iceman got like a one, uh, he, so he had a run prior to the number one, right? He was leading into it or something that Bendis was doing? Or did it just start with the number one that Bendis was doing it and that's when he became a homosexual or whatever he chose to be? I'm just trying to remember, like, he had like a, a, you know what I'm saying? Like it started as a number one in like 2017. I'm just wondering if he came out Iceman. prior. Yeah, Iceman. Yeah, Iceman. Yeah, yeah. So, it was before. It was before that. It from was what before I recall. That. Okay. Yeah. And again, 
I, I haven't like I haven't read is, this. Uh-huh. It's just it's all secondhand, and everybody I've talked to, as soon as one person mentions it, there's usually one or two other people in the store. They're like, "Oh, I hated how they they wrote him." Like every single person, like they did not like him, and it usually ends on. And this is why, like, nobody really talks about it in in the comics anymore because there was such backlash on how he was just so nasty. I I just want to I want to know if the if it's in the Iceman story or if it was in the story prior to it only because like I really feel like the six issues I read of the Iceman and I can't speak for anything prior to it it was pretty good I liked it but it was also very personal between his dad which was very interesting yeah. too it was like very so maybe I didn't catch him being an asshole to anybody else because it was really he was like self contained. He was even make his powers are sick, dude. He was even making like he can make clones like snow monsters. He can just like raise up snow monsters to like fight arm wars with if he wants to. Oh, okay. It's Apparently like, it was 2018, so it was a couple years ago. Ooh, ooh, show me tabs. Put it in the thing. I want to see it. Like it's a, it's a New York Times article, so uh, just going back to Kid quick quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um their name oh is my God, Jess it's what Chambers I read. and that's they are uh, their names Jess Chambers, and they are the nibbling, which is the gender neutral term for niece or nephew of Jesse Chambers, who is um, Jesse Quick. Oh, that must have been who I was thinking of. So let me ask you this: How did you feel about when um, Jeff Johns introduced Simon Baz? I uh, I read it retrospectively, like. I read it maybe 2015, mm-hmm. 16-ish, and I liked him. He was a good character. Did you feel like that was forced at all? Not at all. So I'm wondering if it's more just about how they're introducing it, because I feel like they did the same thing with him. They advertised him as the new Green Lantern character, and he's Middle Eastern, and then they had that as a big push for it. Then the story comes out, his introduction, his backstory, talks about his experiences living in America post the, well, the, the first the first issue literally has him get arrested for a terrorist attack. Yeah, exactly. And then blame yeah. for being a terrorist. Where he, all yeah. he steal but then is like, is the whole yeah. arc him like being proven not to be a terrorist? Well, that's the thing. It's so, like, like they right, moved forward like, that and then immediately made him thrust forward into becoming a new member of the uh, Green Lantern Corps. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Tabs, um, what do you think? I'm sorry, what? With Simon Baz and Green Lantern. What about? No, he's. Did you read? Do you know any of no. that? Whether to? No, no. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I don't know any yeah. of it either. To be honest with you, I, and I feel I didn't very think out of touch when I read it. hearing this because I just remember reading six issues of it and saying like, "Man, I like that story. That was a good story." But then that's definitely the story I read. So I might be completely out of touch with life, man. How <laughs> was the reaction to? How was the reaction to Jessica Cruz when she was introduced? Because obviously she's. Latino or Latinx, whatever the correct term is now. I'm Latina. Uh, Latina. I don't remember there being a backlash. Yeah, no, me neither. I mean, I definitely remember hear, hearing people say, oh, wow, another human Green Lantern? It seems like a lot. There's like six. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the thing with Green Lantern. It's not like the race of the person who becomes it. It's like, seriously, another human one? Do really? they have like, what are they called? Like, so you have like the Bat family. They're just like the Lantern Corps. They're like, yeah. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, look at what happened with Batwoman too. I mean, the same thing happened with that. Even with the television show, people were freaking out about like, oh, she's a lesbian. Oh, just yeah, social. There was, there was a lot more backlash to Batwoman than there was anything else I can think of. 
Which is well, weird. It, it was also it, it yeah. didn't help. It was a terrible show. I was just going to say, it was a bad show <laughs> on top of it. The backlash happened before the show ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, what easily. did you say, sorry, Ty? No, I was agreeing with Crave. It was way before the show. I mean, I got into big yeah. arguments with people online about it, and they're like, it's just, just, they don't like the comics. I'm like, you haven't watched the show. You're angry she's a lesbian. You're angry she's the cousin of Bruce Wayne, but all of that's canon. That's all real. Yeah, yeah. That's in the comics. So what yeah. are you angry some That's people are they, just angry about it for stupid yeah. reasons. What what I don't agree with is when they come out at, at, with an article like that and said, "Hey, new superhero," and then the second the the very next thing is there's there's sexuality or something. It's like, okay, but let me let me get to know the character. Let me enjoy them. Let me see how they are, and then go from there. Like that. To me, that shouldn't be a, a selling point because then it's just, and, and I know it's a touchy subject, especially if you say pandering, but it's like, why? Well, that's like the very first thing that they're trying to sell you on. Buy this because this character is like that. Not do this because this character is, you know, following in the, in the footsteps of, of the yeah, hero, never, like I, Superman, I, Green Lantern, Batman, Spider-Man, whoever it is, like, let them carve their own path give me a couple issues or like an arc. Give me like a couple years. Like, I really like this character. And then like, just, Hey, it's like, Oh, Oh, okay. You know, cause then I'll just like flip the page and be like, Oh, okay. Whatever. And move on. But you're, you're marketing a, a lifestyle. And yeah. it, that's what I don't agree yeah. with. It's the first thing in marketing is like, bam, you know, put, like put that on the headlines. Because did you pay attention to what was going on with Bendis when he was writing uh, Superman no. for just like a little bit? So when that was going on, similarly, the news like spoiled everything. They spoiled him coming out as Superman. They spoiled Bendis doing all this stuff. I, I mean, they even spoiled the uh, how he was writing um, Man of Steel. That's I feel funny. like there's a lot of decisions that are being made to like how can I market this? Something that I'm studying in my um, mass media class is in journalism. The thing that they're trying to do is sell you what the article is about. They're trying to sell you about what that is. And a lot of the times, honestly, corporations do have a lot to say in what those articles are going to be like. I mean, there's a reason why lobbyists exist. There's a reason why PR teams exist. And that's unfortunate, but it is, it's a real ass thing. I agree with you that there is a bit there's a heavy handedness with these things. I mean, obviously snowflake and safe space. I'm still waiting. I mean, I mean, that's an absolute prime example of that. It's just like, and I'll fall back on it. That was just, that was a creation just to intentionally piss off a certain percentage of the internet. And there was nothing of personally, I feel there was nothing of value there because it was just a huge middle finger to say screw you we're doing this and it's like but well, literally nobody likes it because everybody's looking at me like this this is a joke like this literally has yeah. to be a joke i'm telling you it's for, it's about le- it's about <laughs> it's about level of political correctness where it's just offensive <laughs> yeah. that's a good way of putting it like a little bit of a tangent i'm you know not exactly comic related but i i don't know if you guys are am i coming through okay yeah 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 Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, some more animated shows like uh, Gravity Falls or Steven Universe. Sure. 
I've yeah, heard so of them, a, but I'm not super yeah, familiar with so them. There's a newer uh, Disney show, Owl House, that came out like over the summer, late summer. Oh, I saw the first episode. I love that show. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a certain portion of the show that is, you know, dedicated to, you know, all of it's about, you know, finding yourself, finding your place, how you fit in. Everyone's weird, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, because she's in a magical world with witches and monsters yeah. and stuff. And then, you know, they have different characters that are, you know, bi or gay or have different, you know, gender identities. Because when you have a, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I mean, that doesn't sit so, you know, front and center. No one, you know, seems to... Yeah, I don't remember any sort of backlash about that. That's just, you know, that's part of the show. That's part of who the characters are. Yeah, because the first... You, you got to know who the character was, and then she met the witch. I can't remember her name. But then it's it's literally exploring right. the world. So it, it it's organic. It's not just, hey, we made this, and then, you know, you're going through, like, your tweets or whatever, and somebody slaps you in the face with this and says, hey, look at this because of what? That's like... um like the backlash cyberpunk got with their, um, uh, what is it? The, the gender swapping. Yeah. The, the, the mix it up ad and there and people saying it's transphobic and everything. It's like, you, you're, you're missing the point of what it is. It's a corporation selling you a product that can do something. And to them, it's, you're a consumer. It's, it's more so on that. Like I get why people are upset, but at the same time, it's like, you're missing the point on it. Uh, or missing the point that they're trying to establish that you are dollar signs to them. Sure. And I think no, ultimately I mean, I that's what a lot of people miss too, is they, it feels like more and more, and it could just be, it's probably just marketing, which I don't agree with how it's being marketed, that they're just seeing dollar signs and Hey, we can sell to this, this specific group, but it's like percentage wise, like, and I'm not trying to, to downplay the significant significance of it, but, just hardcore business sense what percentage of your readers are going to identify in that that way sure and, and draw them in and again not downplaying it just saying strictly business look at you know just look at the numbers kind of thing sure. but when it's more organic you know more people are are open to it. It has to make sense. You have to like the characters, but if you just slap somebody in the face, somebody's instantly going to be like, well, I'm not going to read it then because they're like force feeding me. Sure. If, I, if I'm hearing you correctly and tell me, tell me if I'm hearing you correct, you're saying that it's more productive and it's more efficient and more meaningful when it's an organic process. Say for example, when the creative team makes the decision to introduce characters like that, or they've decided to do so rather than a corporation, a company, using it as a selling point, which does seem to be the case when you live in a country that prioritizes uh, Ex profit. Exactly. Like, uh, like, like Department of Truth that we're all reading. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the main character's name, but when he's like having the breakdown in the first issue and he's just saying, I want to go home, I want to go to my husband, I want, you know, I want to feel safe again, it's, that's organic because you don't mm -hmm. know anything about the character, but he establishes it organically because he's scared yeah. you, you that's, see he's, that's he's something scared. Tynan does that's something Tynan does really well because he yeah. um the main the main the main child in something's killing the children is gay or bi or yeah he hasn't really gone into it but we know he had a crush on one of his schoolmates yeah and presumably the main, gay yeah right and the, 
the main character in Wind as well was gay. And he he writes it in a way where it's not heavy-handed. It's not even really relevant to the story. It's just sort of there. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not a seed of character point. building. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's the, more so what I'm getting at. The intent of writing it matters a lot, I guess. You know, this. it's funny you say this, actually, because I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday um, about how prioritization of profit over productivity it seems to be such a huge especially right now in america right like we've got black lives matter we've got the stay home stay safe order i mean how many advertisements how many companies have been pushing for black lives matter to be on nike or whatever when they're not doing it because they care they're doing it because they know that they want your money it's kind of the same thing right exactly how many people are how many companies are genuine about it and recognize it and how many excuse me and how many are just like you know, this is the right thing, but hey, we can sell a shit ton of Coca-Cola doing this. Oh my god, do you remember the Pepsi commercial where the lady like, hands in the Pepsi Kendall Yeah, Kendall Jenner. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I agree. I think that there's like a big issue with corporate America trying yeah. to use something that's actually meaningful as a way of selling a product. But then at the same time, like how else are we going to get some of these things across in corporate America, right? I mean, it's a challenge. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. It, it, it's a balancing act, but if you it do is. it naturally, more people are going to be open to it, because right now, I mean, you know, it's just how the internet and the world is. As soon as Absolutely. you, like, throw it out, because, like, like, the Batwoman series, that was, like, the first thing. Female Batman. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then she's a lesbian. Um, and then people freak the fuck out. Yeah, and again, that's a, that's a certain percentage. And then the show came out, and it was terrible. And then those same people just got louder and like, see, see, see. It's yeah. like it had nothing to do with that. But if you're prioritizing that over her being Batwoman, then there's an issue. Then it's just then it's like a drama that happens to be Batwoman as opposed to Batwoman who is you know, trying to be a superhero and trying to balance her personal life. Sure. I feel like comics has a deep history when it comes to stuff like this, though. I mean, look at what happened when Stanley invented the Black Panther, you know? Look at what happened when... X-Men Fu- as well. Fu Manchu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Uh, Fu, no, uh, um, Fu Manchu. Uh, the character like- well, like from the, I think he's from like oh, Shang, Shang-Chi oh, back the, in the oh, day. The dra- um, oh, yeah. Oh, what's oh, his right, name? Oh, right, they got rid of Fu Manchu, Fing, I forgot. Yeah, and like Fing Fang Fo, shit like that, you know? Like well, yeah, he's a dragon, though, right? Yeah, so. yeah but I'm saying, like, I th- I'm pretty sure they had, like, oh, Fing Fang Foom or something, but, like, Fu yeah, Manchu yeah, or something was, like, a dude or something. Fing, Fing, Dave, I don't know if you know about this, but actually Fu Manchu was a, uh, a caricature character created uh, by a white person, portrayed by a white person back in the 1940s and 50s. Yeah, and that's why that character was introduced in the comics as an enemy. It's all right. weird. Man. All right, cool. So I think we're all pretty like we're all pretty decided on the fact that if you write it good, it's good. You don't need sure. to advertise it. Okay, yeah, I believe the same thing. Um, yeah, that's more so what it was. It was just like, oh, here, here's DC, you know, slapping. Yeah, you don't gotta tell me. Again. You don't it's gotta like, tell me. I don't go to the bookstore and go to like the 
non-binary section, but I could care less if it was written well, in my I mean, story like, as long as it was written good. Like, I don't look for it. I don't care. Just write a good story. Whatever it pertains. Let yeah, me read it. Exactly. I'm cool with it. Exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm reading comic book news, and I want to know, like, a little bit more about it, and it's like, oh, cool. You know, here's info Look on the Flash, this. and that's the very first thing. It's yeah, like, like, what does it matter? Yeah, right. Always trying to... It's almost like a fallback. They're trying to lean on it, you know, like a crutch. It's a crutch, and they're using it, and it doesn't... And crutches... Some, when they're exposed and you see them, they they look they make you look weak. You know what I mean, like that type of shit. Um, but if we were going to go into some weekly stuff, I just had some weekly things I wanted to bring up for these books I read. Um, I read a bunch of stuff this week, like all over the place. But I wanted to go with Cyberpunk real quick. Um, yes. Who who read Cyberpunk? Me. I did. Okay, cool. Um, it's cool, man. Like the world, I have no no idea about this game, man. But this world they're building and stuff is really cool. And I almost think that this story is going to be in the multiplayer, meaning like you're gonna be a med team trying to evacuate a high profile client, and there's a gang that's on the ground. Like I see them do that, like almost like Among Us. It's one person versus ten. They, there's like all these new style of games coming out, and I, I have a feeling like. This is like a fucking multiplayer comic. This is what you're gonna be the med. Cool. What if they let you join the med team? In oh, the it would. Oh, I would join, dude. It's sick. I love. I think this is so badass. The shit that's going on here and her. Um, I, let me just. I forget how it ended, but I know it ended to like it ended with her. Would you save me? Would you not save me? Right. Like yeah, cause she's having she's having hard times with her job. She's trying to like rationalize her relationship and her job and the fact that like. It's tough. This is cool, though. I'm excited to see how this ends. Like, like, what's it gonna be? Do you think she's gonna, like, get justice, or do you think she's just gonna be mentally scarred by the end of this, like, encounter? I think everybody's gonna end up dead. Yeah. But do it's you think... That, it's, it's that kind of world. Yeah, it, that, yeah, dude. It's drawn like that. It's really good art as well in this comic. Really cool shit. I feel like there's a bit going on with this that it might be like an editor's fault thing. I feel like there's a lot about, there's so much about this that I love, but I feel like a lot of it's rushing to make sure that it meets that four issue mark. Four issues. Yeah. Which, that's fine, I guess. But I mean, if this were a six issue arc, I would have picked it up as well. Um, I really like this. And for me, I feel like this is a really good combination, like noir story that I love to read about, especially lately. I really got into crime noir lately. Um, kind of mixed with like a an allegory, a commentary on like <laughs> medical care in America. <laughs> yeah, but I like how it's like presented in this futuristic yes. like world, because like holy shit, like you know, it's it seems like it's almost like right around the corner. This bullshit, do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like holy fuck, right? yeah, like, it just cool. seems like every every yeah. single second some new technology comes out, and you're like, oh, that's happening. Yeah, holy shit. So it's cool. I would definitely recommend it. I'm I I'm gonna finish it four. I wanna I wanna oh, read I the number four. Sorry? I thought you were reading it. No. I haven't it's read good. any of it. It's cool. And like I said, I have no clue about um I have no clue about the, the game at all. Seen nothing no, me besides neither. Keanu Reeves doing his year breathtaking. All that that what was the dope. Fuck is the matter with you guys? Yeah. Um, well, I don't. I'm, and 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 if people want to get to know me on this show, when, if they watch it down the road, I don't really watch trailers. I love going in blind. Right. I I go and I I only few I times. 
Yeah, a few times I'll, oh, oh, if I'm in the theater, I love watching a trailer in the theaters. Like, while I'm there, that's my only time I enjoy it, because I'm like, damn, the movie experience, that's dope. Um, These are trailers that are designed, like, I remember there was, like, I think it was, like, an Interstellar trailer. I swear to God, it was, like, 15 seconds or something, and it was just, like, this was, like, probably two years before the movie came out, you know, so one of those real early trailers, so they don't, it... It was a great trailer. It literally told you fucking nothing, but it was like a camera in the cornfields and it was just like running through the cornfields. And then all of a sudden it just, it was at night and it like looked up at the sky and a rocket was taking off and it just said interstellar. And I was like, Oh, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what is that? That was so cool. It was so, but then there are trailers that just blow it like bad boys for life. I got the entire movie. You know what I mean? Like they gave me the whole movie in the trailer. You know what I mean? That was just well, ridiculous. I mean, at least with like cyberpunk, I mean the world the world's pretty much already established with Mike Pondsmith's um tabletop. His yeah, book. yeah, definitely. So I mean, and they just built on on it with him. So it's not like they just took it. And, it's really cool. No, he, they, he's been over yeah. there, and he's like, it makes sense for the story because it happens after like the um the corporate wars that he he established and everything, but. There's so much there. So in in regards to like the length of the comic, there's there's already such like a large world if you if you go into it and especially if you play the game, it's all it's just like this tiny little insignificant drop. It's just right this, that this it's not one even, little story. So right. even though it feels like things might be cut out, it probably doesn't doesn't need to be there because if yeah. you if you're gonna play the game, you're gonna get more if you've been a longtime fan of the RPG. Right. Then you pretty much already know this idea and everything. And you're doing yourself a disservice not watching the trailer. Ooh. Okay. All right. It, 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 it's coming out in a, it's coming out in a month. I know. Yes. And I'm I'm gonna I'll put some money down on Steam soon. I'll pre order it. Probably yeah, like a couple I, days. I already I already pre ordered it. I thought excited. It, it got delayed. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Keanu Reeves, so that was a sell automatically. Like huge sucker. Like that dude, it's awesome. It just—it looks so clean. They don't like Keanu Reeves. Wait, say it again. I'm waiting to find one person who says they don't like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it would be a shame the day that I, happens. I, I, I don't like Keanu Reeves. Do you, no, you're a bullshitter. You're a fucking, I love it. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I you're a bullshitter. So goddamn you. <laughs> um, Have you ever seen him take photo? Just really quick. Have you ever seen him take photos with female fans? Uh, yeah, he yeah. doesn't put his hand oh, on them and shit. Yeah. Put it close, but he never touches them. What's it called? That's called something. He calls it. Hover hand. Hand. Yeah, hover hand. Yeah, yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he hover, he hover hands. hands. Yeah, it's interesting. He's quite the gentleman. For and he also yeah. fears. He fears uh, rape allegations. He's a great guy. Yeah. yeah, he's gone. He has had quite a life. I uh, lost his best friend. Shit like that. Lost his wife or his ex-wife. You know what I mean? Crazy he's shit. Crazy and his unborn his child, child as well. Lost his unborn child. Yeah, nutty. Um. Okay, the next one I wanted to bring up, though, of my weekly reads was Firepower, because is oh, anything great. else? Dude, I just... Sean, what do you think of this cover? This one's pretty good. That's a pretty good it cover. It is pretty good the cover, color, yeah. The blue, like look, they put the blue in it, though, right? Like, I think yeah. that's what really kind of nice made contrast. it. Nice yeah. contrast. This, this ties back to what you were talking about earlier when you were talking about being color coordinator, or color focused. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. um, it's, uh... It's so sitcommy this 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 cover. It's just like, oh no, what's gonna yeah, happen? Who was the colorist, Dave? Tell us who the colorist was. Ew. Tell us Is who it... the artist was as well, not just the colorist. Chris Samney. Oh, oh well, I don't I don't do the intro, Sean. You do the intro stuff. That's your bit. I don't want to do it. Uh, the colorist is Matt Wilson. There you go. <laughs> He's killing it though, dude. That guy's gnarly, bro. He and you said he was the colorist for um Black Widow as well, right? 
Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. he's gnarly. Him and Sam Nee go together like fucking PB and J. It's dope. I'm gonna start Dave with a fan club called Colorists Unite. Yeah, you gotta respect the colorist, dude. Dude's killing it. But this is a great comic. This might be my favorite ongoing comic right now. This is jeez. I I really like it. I really Very like it. Blue heavy this issue. Yes. Yeah, well, he's hitting the night. The that's, night. That's high praise. Saying it's your favorite series going at the minute. Well, you'll have to bring up other ones for me to remember. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm no, no, no. High praise. But there's a lot of books I probably don't even remember I'm reading. So you'll have to, I'll have to see. They have to be in front of me for me to remember. Right now, what I'm looking at, <laughs> this is dope. This dude, this dude's writing good shit. I really like it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just some. And then the old man came back at the end, and he was like Owen. And then he was like, I still hate that name. I was like, Oh my god, you fucker. He oh, still, you know, because he told him in the very beginning or something to like change to a, in like in the prelude, he said you need. You American name, you need different name, you know. So he, but he never picked one. So very interesting. I was really waiting for the wife to die. This issue. No, she can't. I'm like in love. Yeah, with but her. she she got stabbed. She got stabbed early on. She brushed it off and was like, "Oh, no worries." But, yeah, but she like, was it's bleeding, fine. But then, the, yeah, then the camera panned to it and she was bleeding out. Yeah. And then later on, we see her struggling. I was like, "Is she gonna die?" And then it no, just maybe, sort of there's went maybe there's a poison. Maybe there's a poison on the blade. Screen. Yeah, they bandaged it up off screen, and it's it, it was just That's a bit true. of a, that was my only complaint with this issue. I felt Maybe her getting stabbed was a bit issue. awkward. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what if she got the injured to travel? Right. It was good though, but, uh, right? It's yeah, really he's a couple of pages. The team up was really great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The action looks great. Enough. Or the kid. The kid. He came in hot. And he fell over. Hit his head real hard. It was kind of funny. I had a feeling he was gonna like bonk <laughs> his head. You know, <laughs> I was like, this there was, there was a lot of blood when he hit that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this stupid kid. <laughs> he bombed He us. went down. Yeah, that was that was funny, but also dope and very brave of him, which is cool. Oh, also yeah. that page where they find out, where they realize, you know, oh, in, in our hurry to drive away, we kept a friend in the car with us. He's like, oh, what are we doing now? And they just like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was a great scene. They just, they just look each other out, right? they it just... just cuts to him outside the car. Yeah, yeah away. Holy shit. Yeah, that's so. It's really ramping up, though. I really have no clue what it's getting to, but um, I know that it's. Do, uh, sorry, go ahead. It's getting dope. No, go ahead, Grave. Uh, if we're still talking about firepower, this can wait. Um, no, I'm good on it. I just wanted to say this was a great issue. I really it flowed again yeah. really well, right? I just just me. I mean, I just I love the cover this time, especially. I like the blue on it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the the colors in this book are incredible. I don't know. I don't yeah. want her to die. She's a doll. Think, uh, they could do a whole mini series. It's just her at home. I'd read that too. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> okay, so this was what issue was it? This was issue five. Issue five. I've yeah. At, I've looked at some of the reprints, and I think a lot of the covers for the reprints are just like recolorings of the yeah, same. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you get like a different interpretation. It was yeah the second printings. That's what we're. It's those second printings that are getting that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was another one. Um, let's see. We can continue talking about current series, or we could jump into some number ones, because we have quite a few this week. Yeah, why don't you bring up a number one, Crave? Bring up a number one, that's perfect. Oh, man. Uh, I'll let Sean do crossover, but... I mean, you guys Ooh, got me... okay, crap. yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Sean, go ahead, hit us with the intro. Yeah. John, do crossover? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so crossover number one, written by Donny Cates, and art by Jeff Shaw. So I want to just pose... And this was incredible. 
I want to just pose one thing. Did this do it better than Commanders in Crisis? Because they're essentially the same thing. Am I in, in, yes. in, in infinitely better? Yes. Okay. I just want to. I think it did it. Do, I think it did it way better too. I was just. I I just wanted to make that comparison. Am I right to say that they are kind of the same concepts, and this guy did it better? Like his execution of the the fucking. I don't know. Just like having all these superpower people writing a story, not the Come story on, it's, itself. It's, 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 not it's the, the same idea itself. of having a. Yeah. trying to just blow up a fucking series right off the bat like it's just like it's something yeah, you already knew or something they're both doing a comic book crisis event that you have no prior in crisis are doing a much more traditional job of the superheroes like the multiverse is ending the superheroes are fighting but then this completely inverts it and brings it into the real world which yeah which is real neat. i find incredible yeah really good com- yeah. i think uh tabs is this your first donny kate's tabs you read this right yeah. Is this your it. first Donny Cates? Um, I'm going to have to assume so. I usually don't like e- really focus on a writer. I might focus yeah. like like on an artist, kind of like how I'm following Mirka on Dolphin right been, now. Wait, have um, you been reading any Venom? Just wondering, because he is doing Venom. So if you ever read any of his, like... Um, the only one I, I read was the... Um, the last... Uh, was it Web of Venom that just okay. came out with Null? I'm pretty so, sure that's um, all Donny Cates stuff. Empire's on yeah. just because it, it's gonna, it might not have, it it might not have been him. By him. Yeah, it might not have been. Yeah. Um, is this King? In, the... Is this King in Black a Donny Cates uh, event? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you'll probably get some Donny Cates then too. How did you feel about his writing tabs? I feel like he writes really well for like, just like as I read it, I was just like, man, this feels like the conversation. Like everything feels like good conversation. Yeah. That's... No. It it made it flowed really nice. I'm actually looking at that King of Black. I don't think he did this one. He he um, really no it was um it was Clay Chapman who who wrote this one he nailed it, that it, comic book conspiracy guy or whatever or the you, we don't take the comics from the pre we don't want your post event uh, comics man because yeah, it's propaganda stuff. yeah propaganda I love that shit that was hilarious. yeah I, propaganda I really liked what this did like the general plot is something happened and all the comic book characters came into the real world. And I find that such an interesting idea. Yeah, they, they broke. And they broke out of the page. They, you know. Yeah, and they locked themselves in. Was it Colorado? They said yes. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay, but this so, ended. This 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 ended with us not really knowing anything about this girl. Still, we don't. She might have super. Are we? Are we supposed to assume <laughs> that she? That, like, the way it ended is that we know that this boy's life and this girl's life are intertwined, and in you know. It's yeah. going to be a love story, right? Well, we it's, don't know if this chick who wears the mask she is just a comic book chick. She doesn't have or comic book store worker. She's not going to have any. Yeah, powers. I think she she's just a fan. I think. Okay. Well, yeah, she's looking she, at this photo with a drawing yeah. on it. And who do you think that is? That not you know, or who's that? Who's that going to be? Like just that, that looks like yeah. that looks like Superman. Yeah, right. For, for legal purposes, it's Uberman. Ooh. Yeah. This is a story about hope. Yeah. And, Right. Who embodies hope Fuck more me. than Superman? Yeah, that's dope. That's beautiful. That's what the F stands for. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. On my planet, it stands for hope. Yeah, yeah. He says. I, I yeah, but then he says, that. "Batman v Superman." He's yeah. like, "My world's dead." You know, I'm like, "Damn, that's fucked up." All the hope's gone. Um, damn, this is really good though. I'm, I love the artwork. I think the colors, the artwork, 
totally yeah this is do. this is the same creative team as god country same oh. writer artist and i believe do, colorist and do they do any breakthroughs where like you see how the the little girl's drawn with the comic book dots on her yeah she's got like do the, they do any of yeah. that shit in god country i haven't read it yet but i have it no it, okay. it's much more traditional but okay. like it it's phenomenal you, you it's need a, to read god country. yeah definitely yeah it's so it's so good definitely and i have uh the first four volumes of redneck too so i'd like to read yeah is that you know find some time but god god um, country's a six issue and it's so action-packed and you'll fly yeah. through it and one he's sitting. so dude even uh, he's just real like you said at one time badass dude's real good he wrote the preacher yeah. really well in this too like you know like the man when i was reading him my wife was cracking up because i was like now you little hell boy why you little mm. get on the path of redemption lane before you you know <laughs> and i just started like i loved it i don't know it was just hilarious to me like he killed it it was it was perfect so this is a really good well, start to a really weird. Or a Ty weird... has gone. We haven't had oh, his thoughts on it. Back, maybe. It's um, <laughs> it's it's a lot to throw at you, but I think it was successful because I'm I'm very excited. It was excited. a great first issue. Yeah. Also, I would just. It was Sorry. a lot, but it also kind of feels like it was going slow at the same time. That kind of that weird fast and slow feeling. Like it was that. just setting up the world. It didn't really move the story along much. It just sort of set up the world. Yeah. I think. yeah. Oh yeah, it let but us yeah, know. I, I like how know. the comic book shop worker was yeah. wearing an invincible t-shirt. Yeah. I really like her. Well, I mean, that's just me picking out. That's why I feel like she's gonna be a superhero. It's only because she's dressed as a superhero. Hey, yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Your hair. Fucking God. She just like looks badass in the yellow purple with the mask. I'm like, damn, that's yeah, sick. fucking dope. Get up. Uh, that's John what, Goodman. What, what did you think of crossover, Ty? Oh, I fucking loved it. I've been excited for this for a hot minute. And this actually was way better than I thought it was going to be. I had no yeah. expectations of what kind of story this was going to be about. So I'm a, I'm a fan. Jeff Shaw honestly keeps getting better and better. And I already kind of liked Donny Cates. So them just being like, bam, comic book story. Bam, comic book books are a disease. I'm into it. I'm fucking into it, man. I'm excited. I'm super bot. Oh. What did go ahead? You saw my thing on Twitter, right, about the opening sequence. Um, I don't think I did. I got to post he it quote, here. He quotes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the innocent, and I'm just so excited about that. I think he's. Yeah, I, I, think I replied he, to you saying the Todd McFarlane quote was inspiring. <laughs> Kids love chains. Oh, oh yeah, man. dude. Yo, that shit was hilarious, dude. Has anybody no. read? the innocent donnie's donnie's dope dude i think he's he will be the future he'll be the future of comics mm -hmm. like it was one of them at least with the mainstream he'll be one you guys are reading uh you guys are reading through dark night right now i mean the, those first couple of pages like when they were doing all the news reports did that kind of remind you of the dark night yes dude it reminds me and yeah a little bit yeah i see that all the dark night shit is heavy and spawn that that dark night news stuff is in like spawn like all of a lot of the issues they go to the fucking media just like that and pull off that they always do that mm -hmm. shit it's it's dope okay you guys saw that billboard on uh i don't know it's probably like page gold like, yeah. masks yeah yeah, God. yeah. website no oh, i did not no i didn't go to it. is it Lowbaptistministry.com. It... Mm -hmm. Takes you to Donny Kate's store. Oh fucking mm -hmm. G, G! What a what a fucking 
Jerk. You get points, Donnie. I do really I like, like him, though. I think he's dope. Those uh, websites in, you know, whatever media, and it goes to something special. Or like some TV shows where they have a phone number, and if you ring it, like it's got the character saying something on a message. Yeah. So Donnie Kate's issue of Thor. I was in a Donny Cates issue of Thor. Bro, I'm telling you, you need to be reading a lot more Donny Cates. Yes. I know. Yes. I, need, have I need to read Thor. Have you read the Thanos Donny Cates run? I have not. Oh, oh bro, dude, I it's probably to... one of the most badass things that ever happens. Like, what he does with Thor's hammer is fucking crazy. It's really sick. <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, all right, cool. So, crossover's dope, though, right? I mean, like, this is a pretty bold... bold oh, uh... we're getting echoing from someone. Echo. A really um it's a really bold attempt uh to try to make try to just kind of pop off with something like this. You know what I mean? So if you guys look up uh anything about the t shirt that said Wartham was right. Oh, I saw that too and I did not look it up. I know uh, I linked the uh Wikipedia page for Frederick Wartham, the psychiatrist and author. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's quoted in the beginning of the book. Yeah. So the reason why I was asking about this is because, I mean, so one of the reasons why some really old comics is considered really rare these days is because he wrote this book that said that Batman was a gay pedophile, that Wonder Woman was a dominatrix, and that Superman was a communist, and that these comic books were trying Whoa, to... Whoa, that's guys. trippy. Oh. Oh, that's he's so a psychologist trippy. that started yeah. the whole congressional hearings comics and, code. and it, the yeah, comics it code. The of the comics code. Yeah, to self-regulate. Um, to be fair, though, Wonder Woman was very kinky early on. Have you Batman, heard anything about Batman William Marston? A pedophile. The creator of that. <laughs> yeah, of course. He was the guy who invented yeah. the... What um, was the name of that movie? Polygraph. I Polygraph. Know, I know what you're talking about, but... Polygraph. Um, Polygraph? Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Shawnee Boy? Yeah. That's crazy. What a prick. I could beat yeah, it. Yeah, he also had like two wives or something. Yes. And had a really, there's really a, weird. There's a there's a movie about it. I'm trying to remember yes. what. Yeah, it had um Luke Evans, was it? I yes. Say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Professor Marston or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I never watched it, but um, Professor uh, Marston and the Wonder Woman women. So, what is that? What it's called? What was another? Uh, the bad what name. What was the other number one we read? Uh, there's the uh, Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood. Oh yeah, I never got around to it, but you guys are more than welcome to talk uh, about. I passed it. over that one. That so fast in my shop. Really? Oh my god! So right. it's, it's, they're just a collection of short stories. So we got three separate issues by three different authors. Um, I really like two of these. Yeah, okay. I thumbed thumb through it. Sorry? I thumbed through yeah. it at the shop and I passed it over. Yeah. Uh, the first one, eh. I don't know. What, was that the one that you didn't care for? Yeah, that was one I thought was a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that that was very primal. The uh, it's so we're gonna cover like different short stories uh for Logan's entire history. So they say Logan, Patch, Weapon X, Wolverine. We're just gonna like slip into different 
times in his life and just do tiny little stories. So the first one's about Weapon X and like, you know, the experiments that they did on him. I think they go, I, I think they go back to maybe like issue one of like the first appearance of Wolverine and kind of mix that in because he ends up facing off against the Wendigo. I think that's the first appearance of Wolverine, right? Okay, I don't know. Okay. But it's Wolverine as Weapon X. You know, he's got all the battery boxes and the helmet. Yeah, he's got that helmet. Yeah. Yeah, so he's facing off against the Wendigo. It's just two monsters in the woods. They, you know, set him free to go fight the guy. I, yeah, the first one was kind of mad. The art was great, but. Yeah. Yeah, the story was kind of a bit. I think the second one was probably the best one. Yeah, it was. Um, the second one was called "I Shall Be a Wolf." Okay, Ooh, that's cool. in sheep's clothing. So, and it was written by Matthew Rosenberg and art by Joshua Casara. Oh yeah, we didn't say that for the first one. If you wanted it, um, written by Jerry Dugan, art by Adam Cooper. The Beast Within yeah. was the first story. Yeah, the Beast and them. So we got Adam Cooper as the artist. I don't know how much his. I mean. His art style is somewhat similar to his dad's, I think. I got to go back and look at that. But I really like the second one, where we have uh, Wolverine. They do, like, you know, 48 hours earlier, and then they have Wolverine now, and he's, you know... Yeah, it's, it's Wolverine as a spy, and it's great. Yeah. So it's not Patch, but it's just Wolverine before anybody knows who Wolverine is. So he's working with Nick Fury... Get, yeah, does it, does it does it give a date or a year? It, it has to be like during the Cold War, I think. Because he's facing yeah. up Hydra and like they're meeting in Russia and Budapest. Yeah, yeah. So it I keeps so, jumping yeah. back and forth and they're like, I got you, you know, I tricked you, and they keep going back and forth until finally, you know, oh, this was Wolverine's plan all along. And he's yeah, just he been planned to be caught. And yeah. he had a bomb inside him. Yeah, so they don't even know who the Wolverine is. They're like, we've been beating this guy up. We have ways of making you talk. We can make you hurt in ways you don't even know. So they don't know anything about like his healing factor. They don't even know that he has, you know, the uh, yeah. blades in his hands. They're just like, you had some really cool knives, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was a really cool issue. It was bad. It was a side of Wolverine I'd never really seen before. Him, him doing some espionage. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really enjoyable. Yeah, we get the uh, pre uh, Sam Jackson Nick Fury in this, the uh, Hasselhoff Nick Fury. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let, yeah, let it, it reminds me a bit of like, uh, oh, what am I trying to think of? Like a movie, um, a bit like Oceans, where. Oh, yeah. It all comes together in the end, and you realize they had a plan, and, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that we was were, really cool. If we were going to bring up Exa Swords, I was just going to say the story was continued. You know, we yeah. got Apocalypse had some real nice rapport with his wife to find out we, why we, they... We've still, we've still got one more story of Wolverine. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the third one. Go for it. Yeah, oh, I'm so no. sorry. Uh, the third one we can get through pretty quick. Cabin Fever, written and art by Declan Shelby. And one man show. 
Uh, Wolverine Ooh, basically just, he goes out to the sort of outlands in Canada, whatever you'd call it. He's in upstate New York, so he's getting close to the Canada border. Yeah. It's real cold and, up there. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, yeah, he's like walking through the woods and he can hear a baby crying and he runs into this cabin and there's two dead bodies in there and the baby's just crying and he hears people outside and he realizes there's an armed group around him and they start shooting in there. He puts the baby in the oven to keep it safe and they come in and just find his dead body there. Then he takes him out and it's it's a simple story, but I think it was well told. Yeah. So he goes into a rage, and he's just like, everyone has to be punished here. Yeah, he takes all the gunmen out, he fucks them up, and then he walks out of the cabin just covered in red. Yeah, it's a literal bloodbath. Yeah, like, I'm not even exaggerating, like, the colouring for him is just red. Mm -hmm. And he goes out, and the sheriff is there, or state trooper. Mm Mm-hmm. And we realize it's his baby, and he was had done baby. some. Sh- sorry, it's a, the officer's partner's baby. Oh, the officer's partner. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and um, this officer had done some shenanigans and done some illegal stuff, and it came back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. And so Wolverine's like, partners. yeah, yeah. Wolverine's like, it's not for me to judge. You tried to do the right thing in the end. Now you need to pay the debt and look after this baby. Yeah. And then Wolverine, still bathed in blood, just walks off into the wilderness. And you see the uh, state trooper there. He's Now he is just silhouetted in red. The trooper yeah, from is his, red. from the siren on his car. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. a really simple story, but it was really well told, I think. And it looks like uh, next issue, uh, it looks like he's going to face off against Sabretooth. We'll get something in the wilderness. We'll get a patch story. And then... Uh, about this last one. This might be just straight Wolverine or just him in Japan, maybe. I'm not sure about that third one. Okay. But we've got... I don't know if you want to say any of the names or anything like that. Who's going to be on that story? Uh, any I don't know. Give me a second. I don't recognize many of these folks. Um, who have we got? Uh, Vita Ayala, Chris Claremont, Saladin Ahmed. On the writing and art, we have Greg Land, Kev Walker, and Salvador La Rocha. So I recognise Chris Claremont, obviously. Oh yeah, that's the one I recognise. <laughs> yeah, uh, Greg Land. He's done some art. I um, he did some. <laughs> He's done some art. <laughs> uh, he, he's done some Hulk art, I know, in the past with um, Greg Pack. But outside of that, I don't really know what he's done. Um, Greg Land is actually pretty well known within the community for um, Negative various rate. things. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, he has been known to be one of those guys that's caught um, either taking an image and then taking uh, altering it in Photoshop in order to add it to his work, or tracing, or something of that sort. I'm really surprised that he continues to get work, considering all of the controversy. Um, 
I don't think he's that bad of an artist is the problem. I, I think that when he actually does draw, he's a very talented artist. I'm just confused about why he continues. He's to just lazy. Something. I don't fucking know, man. Mm. I mean, it could be worse. It could be uh, Salvador La Roca. What's wrong with Salvador La Roca? Everything. He's on this book as well, next issue. So let me see if I have this correct here. He also has the exact same. He's been called out for the same thing, I think. Oh, Jesus. That is literally just tracing. Look at this picture I'm sending to the chat now. Yes, I am correct. That is just a tracing. That's not even a tracing. That's just a composition. No, I mean, that's... This is a weird choice, considering they chose the two tracers to put on this book. Um, Yeah. The thing that Salvador La Roca was uh, caught for was his Iron Man run with Matt Fraction. Um, where he, well, let's see if I can find it. You guys go ahead and talk about it. I'll try to find you the thing. Yeah, that's it for uh, Wolverine, if you guys want to get yeah, into yeah. your, so, uh, so, your uh, stasis X-Swords. Yeah, all I wanted to say was, because like, format change and shit, so I don't, Apocalypse, you know, X-Swords is continuing, to be honest with you, and I think we're literally, like, what, two yeah, issues? The... I, I would hope next issue is a fight, but I fucking doubt it. It's probably, like, the yeah, morning I th- before I the think fight. based on Marauders, it, look, it looks like next issue is going to be a fight. Yeah, hopefully. So that's of course, actually, Wolverine I the fucked ending. it all up. Yeah, to be fair, Wolverine killed or stabbed Sass9 at the end, so... Yeah, she got... It's pos- that, next issue's probably going to deal with that, and then the fight might be the issue after. Or they're just going to start fighting right then and there, or she's just going to shrug be. it off and... Merlin's going to show up, <clears throat> and just remember, he's part of the story in some retrospect. I mean, not really, but he could show up. That's you never know. They really bad, it. what you just said. Yeah. What is it? What is it? The tracing in the... Yeah. Oh. Like, I'm sorry if but like, just, just look at... but like he is a tracer. He just is. I'm sorry. Like, here's another one from his Iron Man run. Like, he just does this. He just traces his stuff. I don't get it. Weird. And then they put them together that's on a book, weird. and I'm like, yeah, oh. is that a guy from Lost? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's Sawyer. That's Sawyer. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, I oh. think um, I wanted to bring up another thing I really liked, uh, Dead Planet. Uh, just a shout out the Batman con- conversation with Constantine. That was really cool this week, if anybody read Dead Planet. Um, Spoiler alert for Deceased number five, because I'm going to mention a big thing in a second. Okay. I just like that, um, you know, it's Batman is its son now, Damien, and like Constantine was just giving him the, the runaround, and Batman was, he held it. I loved it. I loved the way he held up. It was dope. Just, uh, he's like, you as good as your dad yet, mate? And he's just like, not yet. And then he said something else. He's like, are you good enough? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I knew you were like your dad. (laughs) You know, it was something like that. It was dope. So that was just cool. But that's all my, that's all I wanted to add to this. uh, Dead Planet's continuing on strongly. I still like it. I think it's a really good story. Tom Taylor is incredible. He made me care about Jason Todd. And then he killed him. And it made me sad. Oh yeah, he dude, yo, when he got smashed up, he got fucked up, dude. You and knew like, he was dead. No, you knew he was dead. I'm a big fan of Batman. No story has ever made me care about Jason Todd. And then Tom Taylor achieves that and then he kills him off and it just it's sad. Yeah, it, was it broke sad. my heart. Give it and Tom Taylor taketh away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so it's good. It's going on yeah, strong. Yeah, we, we got the... some Constantine was great this issue. Like he he has a plan and he was ready to execute it 
no matter I don't. What. I still don't know. This is just personal. I don't think I like Constantine involved with all this mighty magic and stuff like this. This I this I agree, but I think of... here it's done well. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I just I really do like him pretty grounded. I like him ground level fucking exorcisms and shit. I just like that. I don't. I don't want him to be Doctor Strange. You know. Okay. That's yeah, I I, I do I do agree with that, but I still think Tom Taylor writes a great Constantine. Don't get me wrong, just, though. I think yeah. him. It's cool every time, every now and then, like to bring out some almighty power of just like casting a spell. That's sick. But I just wonder how many times you can do that before it's not cool anymore. Like that, yeah, uh, sure. you know. So I still like it though. It's really dope. It was cool. He. This has been pretty much a Constantine book. This second book, you know, it's a lot of his story. Remember, it ended. The last one ended with him being all alone. <laughs> like, he was, like, all alone, wasn't he? And then this one started out with him in, like, a bar getting drunk. Didn't Dead Planet start out that way? <laughs> yeah, so, like... Yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. You know, like, I like that shit. It's pretty good. So, it's going pretty strong. Um, Definitely a yeah, decent Tom, book. Tom Taylor is... Everything I read from him is just great. Tabs, did you see that number one of Black Cat I put in the chat? Kind of cool. Yeah. Yes, very excited for King in Black and especially Black Cat. Yeah, but she's that's what is that? Just a one shot or is that a new series? No, it's an ongoing. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's, oh, I cool. think it's gonna be I'm like a read. mini within it. I don't I'm know good. how many issues it's gonna be. I'm gonna uh, get her stuff. According to press releases, uh, McKay has said that they are back. Um it's just going to be it seems like their focus is less about making a one through sixty, one through one hundred run and just doing uh runs as they come. Um, but they're not getting cancelled, and they pretty much announced that like 17 times, I think. <laughs> Did you see this tabs? Here, I'll put this in the chat. It's um, Avatar number one. Like a oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like a dark horse. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I never read those, though. That's not something... Oh, you fucking I mean, schmuck. I, I, mean, no, I like I the movies, said, but as far as I comics. Like, I would have. I would have said. I, I heard you, Avatar, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, is it Ang or Kakora?" And then I, I saw blue people, and I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> no, I I really recommend reading the twelve issues of Black Cat that just finished up a couple months ago. It's such a fun read because I tried the, to I tried to pick oh, them up in Skinnies, but I couldn't. I mean, just all the characters she runs into: Tony Stark, Iron Fist, even uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, just. Everybody that she just runs into and rips off while doing her own story. It's so fun. Here's the thing. We got a lot of number ones coming up in the next, you know, months and stuff. And this future state, I love the covers, but I'm not reading it. They can't make me. I'll the outcome of this event, I'll pick I'm, up at the outcome. I'm, Their covers I'm are only amazing reading. though. Get rid of that I'm, barcode and that's the coolest thing I've seen in a while. Like they look awesome. Oh, I'm only gonna barcode. I'm only gonna read stuff because no other DC stuff's being published that month. Yeah, that's uh, what's happening. It's like my main line. That's like their. Well, so okay, maybe that's all right. All right. That. You guys let me do the news about that, but there is. Oh yeah, I was actually gonna say you're. To be honest with you, go ahead. That's a great. It's a good. Be a good segment into it if you'd like to. So sure. Go for it. Yeah. Go, jumping right into it. Uh, this is the story of a girl. Uh, I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm journalism, so this is a thing that I like to do. Generations and Shattered are apparently set to be two separate stories as the Generations Future State event is coming up more and more closer. Uh, the series is set to be released in January with apparently some but little connection between the two. Now, apparently, Dan Jurgens has announced that the uh, Future State storyline that's going on is going to be separate from Generations Shattered. The Generations Shattered one-shot that's going to be come out 
uh, is going to be on January 5th. Future State is going to be its own kind of short, limited series that has very little connection to what's going on. But Generations itself is going to be separate from that. So Generations and Shattered is going to be over here. Future State is going to be over there. Kind of some loose tie-ins together, but uh, Dan Jurgens has said that he does want them to specifically be uh, separated. So for, if you're a little confused, if you're thinking that like Generations Future State number one, uh, that was, I think, announced on uh, in September, uh, is separate from Shattered number one. They're not. They're pretty much going to be one of the same. The one shot was just renamed from Future State number one to Shattered number one. Uh, and storyline that happened in issue 1027 of Detective Comics, the anniversary issue, there apparently was a printer's error in that. And that's the reason why when we look inside of it, it says continued in Generations Future State number one, which is a very confusing <laughs> thing and a long-winded way of saying this is going to be a very interesting but convoluted uh, event that's going to be going on in DC yet again. Well, congratulations, DC. I am now out of this one already before it even started. Now, that being said, there are some really cool announcements being done. For example, uh, coming up in December, as was posted in the group, the end of the uh, universe DC storylines coming out. Mark Wade is finally coming back into DC. It is back. It's amazing. He's going to be doing a Superman Man of Tomorrow story with Francis Manipal, who will be doing uh, art on the balancing of pencils, inks, and colors, as far as I am aware of. It's, it's going to look great. incredible. I'm very looking forward to it. Obviously, I'm a huge Mark, uh, Francis Manipal fan and Mark Wade fan. Yeah. So it's going to be very cool to see. Going on into Marvel news and Disney Plus in specific, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there's actually been some controversy there as well. Are you guys familiar with what's been going on with Tatiana Maslany? Nope. Name sounds familiar, but I can't peg it. This they is kind of jumped the gun and said she was going to be She-Hulk, but she's going to end up being a different character. Actually, so apparently what happened around 23 days ago is that the casting announcements for both She-Hulk and Moon Knight have been retracted by both actors who have been announced to play them. Tatiana Maslany has said in response to rumors that actually isn't a real thing, and when was pressed for more information, she claims that all she had done was audition for the role and that the information got out of hand. Now, she has been reported as being very openly uh, available when it comes to auditions, and it's something that she likes to throw yeah. herself against the wall and see what sticks. She is set to play a character on CBS, so that may have been something that got out of hand as far as information. Oscar Isaac, who has been tapped uh, to play Moon Knight, apparently has not been confirmed. Tapped apparently means that that is something that they're looking into, um, something that the studios would like to happen, but it's a matter of negotiations at that point. So, 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 so like, just really quick, so kind of one of those things, either he's the last choice or he's He's neck and neck with like one or potentially two other actors for that role, but he's the, the clear choice. It does seem that when they use the word tapped by studios, what they're preferring to say is that as they're in with uh, negotiations and they throw the name out there, the response with the public does determine how they're going to move forward with the casting. Personally, I'm a really big fan of Oscar Isaac. I think he's much more talented than people give him credit for. Definitely. And the shit. Everyone was talented. Absolutely. Have you guys seen Ex Machina? Oh my god. Such a good story. That was great. It's one of the only stories that I've actually watched that made me like <sighs> with my own head. It's such a mindfuck of a story. I absolutely recommend it with people. 
Going into uh, James Tynion IV, who is current writer of the DC flagship titled Batman, he is said to be excited to bring in Cullen and Harper Rowe into the storylines. Both characters first appeared in issue 7 of Batman during Scott Snyder's run, where Harper became Batman. Harper Rowe actually appeared in issue 1. I'm sorry? Harper actually appeared in issue 1, although she was uncredited and wasn't named. I thought that that was just a uh, silhouette or something. Um, we see someone at a party who is her and the camp like the panel focuses on her and then in issue seven we see her sneak into that party in a flashback wearing oh, an outfit. I hate when they're like, oh I hate when people do that. Just give me the real full credit for when they appear, man. I hate that. It's for the spectators. James Tynion has said that he has used the characters previously in his run with Detective Comics, where Sean has noted that they did appear uh, briefly. But this I, I think I think it was only Harper that appeared in Detective and it was literally only one issue as like a minor character. I don't know about you guys. I'm actually, I was very upset to find that Scott Snyder stopped using that character because I was very pumped for Bluebird. She's an interesting character, very smart, yep. and they just stopped using her. And I don't really understand why that happened. Now, you know, Scott Snyder moved on and then created Duke, which I think is also still an interesting character to a degree. But I still. There she is in issue one. That's her? Yeah. So then give me a second to find issue seven where Ooh, we see her again. She doesn't have blue hair. I will be getting the Captain America. She was wearing a wig or something. Give me a In an interview oh, with no, Leading Cool, he was quoted as saying, the other thing I let slip on one of these interviews is that I'm going to be bringing back Harper Rowe Bluebird in a project I can't talk about directly yet. She and her brother Cullen serve as a perfect mirror into the sort of work I'm looking to do. Joker War is designed to change Gotham City, and I need more characters in hand that serve as the voice of the man on the streets. Another character I'm excited to be giving play is Leslie Tompkins. Does anybody know who Leslie Tompkins is? Yeah, I've heard that name. Okay, interesting. Who can tell me who Leslie Tompkins is? No, she heard, is a the therapist slash doctor. It sort of changes every interpretation. Who runs a clinic on Crime Alley, and she is very close to Bruce. Oh. And oh, I was thinking of Kelly Thompson. I'm sorry, a oh. writer. <laughs> My bad. Not that person. <laughs> That's right. She played a big role uh, in Gotham, the TV series. Yeah, she was played by Marina Bakarin. Okay. Now, personally, I mean, obviously, but I Danny. think that Sean and I are in agreement that uh, James Tynion's doing an amazing job on Batman. I'm fucking pumped for him to do Bluebird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for anyone to do anything with Bluebird. Yes, because no one's done anything. I bought. I two say, kill them all. Destroy Batman mentally. Kill them all. Destroy Batman mentally, put him back into the abyss, and let him go crazy. That's what I say. I feel like your favorite Batman story is Nightfall, my guy. Dude, it's definitely just the most, the most, any mentally disabled Bruce Wayne, like, from his, like, psychosis is my type of Bruce Wayne. I don't know, there's a conflict within him, and he's just fighting it, you know? That's just, that's why I love that shit, so. Do you like the Long Halloween? Yeah, I like the Long Halloween, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Definitely, yeah. That's a hard Maybe. read, though, kind of, you know, like, it's be. still a good, it's a good, re it's a good story, hard read, though. Like, I mean, just like, you know, yeah. it's just the way it's like written, you know, but still a good story. It kind of drags a little bit, you know, kind of drags, but good. Um, oh, you know what, though? I may be thinking of, I think. Maybe it doesn't drag. Is there a long Halloween a a story and then a bunch of tie-ins? Probably. I mean, yeah, okay. Like the, uh, no, there's, there's no tie-ins? Okay, okay. I just, if it was one of them ones with tie-ins, man, they fucking drag, man. Maybe it didn't drag Not as much. As I no, it's, 
it's a 12 issue yeah, it was just limited a 12. series. Yeah, that's what and I thought. And then it okay. got a sequel, Dark Victory. Maybe I read that as well. That wasn't it. <laughs> it it's <laughs> but... not as good, but it was still pretty good. It was still. Long Halloween's with when Scarecrow comes <laughs> romping and a stomping on the on the horse, right? And like a big panel on that? No? Damn. I don't, the fuck is that from? don't think so. I could have swore he comes riding through the fucking hood on a fucking horse. Like crazy. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't think that was the Long Halloween. But I haven't mm. read. I have not read the Long Halloween, so don't quote me. Um, but cool. um, oh, okay, actually, might have been on a horse. Yeah, I thought it was. It's like a big scene. It's like that's why the. Okay, what... yeah, he was on a horse. Apparently, I don't remember like, that though. He's like, ah, <laughs> you know, like I love that shit. Hilarious. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I've been putting off reading this because it's Jeff Loeb, and I'm just not a fan of his. Not that I hate no. him. I'm just not a big fan. It's just a big party with all of the uh, rogues galleries. Yeah, it totally There's is. As many of them as you can in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Long Halloween is it, it. It's one of the default Batman stories you have to read. So, what would you compare it to? What? Sorry. What, what would you compare it to? Uh, what if I told you it's its own thing within a, a long list of books of Batman that they're their own thing, but you must read it to, you know, you uh, must read it. I, I just was looking at the uh, Wikipedia that it's part of the uh, Batman Year One. Yes, that's yeah, it, it, is, it's, it is part it's of It's very that. early on. Yes, it is part of that. Because yeah. I think, is is Dick Grayson introduced in this, or is it Dark Victory he's introduced? Um, I never read Dark Victory, I didn't know about that one. I don't think he's introduced. Yeah, it's a direct sequel to Long Halloween, same creative yeah. team. Damn. Okay, um, Dark Dark Victory is where Dick Grayson's introduced. Yo, and that's his. I have to say, Ty, you yeah. did a good job with the news. That's a cool way to do it. I like that. Get a couple yeah. articles and hit that. That was cool, because I that's shit, good shit for me to know, too. Because I feel like we have a very weird month coming up with we November, do. into December, into January. Like I said, those covers, I mean, that's just my opinion. Did you guys see the covers of all like the Future State stuff? They look really cool. Like They flash, they pop, they got nice colors. But The barcode. Well, no, no. They actually did. I'm, I'm actually grateful they tried to hide it a little bit. They almost like gave it a little peek seat behind the coin. They like tried to hide it. So I appreciate that. But no, I don't think I want to read it because I don't think DC knows what they want to do. It's like when I read a black label book, it's obvious that they know what they want to accomplish in this book. It's a story, and I just don't know. With all these reboots and shit, do you even know where you're going and what you? Want I'm going to. Do? to I'm going to at least read the John Ridley one because that seems like a big deal i agree which one's um, that which one's that tell me uh the next batman john ridley and nick darrington it's called the next batman oh yeah, yeah. you would read something like that now it's bruce written wayne's, by bruce bruce wayne's the it's only written batman. by the academy award-winning writer of 12 years a slave that's kind of cool oh, is yeah. it a, oh, that's right we didn't we touched on that a is it a is ago. it extended is it extended at all do we know I'm wondering four issues yeah. Oh, it's a four-issue run, not just one yeah. shot. Well, not just, they're okay. four issues, but I think they're thick as well. They're not That's oversized, cool. as far as I'm aware. Okay. That's cool. All the, all the future state issues are so like who's, anthology books who's with the like next four stories ba- in. Who's the next Batman? We don't know yet. It's a clone of there's, Bruce Wayne. There's a 48% <laughs> chance he's a person of color. Oh, I would say there's like an 88. It's Terry. They're just going to bring Terry into it, and there you go. It's going to be him. Batman Beyond Story. No, it's going to be Tim Fox. They're going to... Yeah, they they would do shit like that. Why is Lucius's family so fucking big? Like, 
How it's big a is clone of a clone who's a clone? So who's Batman? He's the clone. I'm lost. Nah, it's cool. Oh, I get no. it. I just want them to settle. I want them. I want them to ground out like the way they just grounded out Batman. They had kind of like a pretty crazy fucking story, and now he's pretty grounded again. Like he's gonna be on the base level. He's gonna be living in the city. I just do their crazy shit, whatever they need to do to get everybody back on the ground and start running a story. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, looking for. At the end Unpopular. of the day, the next it... person who should take over the Batman mantle should be Batgirl. Oh, I'm down. I would totally. I think yes. I thought she was paralyzed, so I'm very surprised she's not. So I didn't know that she got unparalyzed at some point. She put so. she put her implant back in. I I picked up. Um... She she she's been unparalyzed for nine years. Yeah, I never knew yeah. that. I just thought ever since that story, like that's her story. You know, and I know. new fifty two came in and they were like, "Oh, she's our star." Yeah. Oh shit! Damn. She's back. Yeah, I like her as Oracle and. Uh... Batgirl. It's both both are That's good why roles. She should be a good Maybe she gets to be uh, more of a detective. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would, and I'll I'll be the first to say I'll take any detective stories you want to throw at me rather than a than than even though I like the break your bone shit. It's but detective works awesome because it gets dark. Gonna, sto- you know, story. bring the Oracle along with her. I mean, that would make her a pretty good detective. Oh, totally. Yeah. So that's cool. Um. I did read Hellblazer number two, just to put it out there. Uh, it's good. The yeah, that was sick. It's good. The they story's moving along. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, I requested that too, and they didn't give it. Damn. I think it's a little... Um, I think it's a little... I think it's good. I just think that like maybe the whole story as a whole, I don't... Like, like it's really... When you break it down, it it's really about, like, a demon in a child's body who's salty as fuck. And, like, I don't know, Lucifer's... You know, Lucifer is very, like... it. It's good. I like it. I think it's I think it's a good story. I just don't think it would have been my... Once again, I... Until he exercises this demon, it's not much of a... It's not my con... I want to just see him... It's just... The, the kid's flying away. I like... I like... It's good. It's just... And you know what? He had the... I don't know why I'm so like picky about it. I just, I just don't know what I'm can, looking for in Constantine. You know? Can I just say I, I oh, there's Echo, Echo. <laughs> um, can I just say I love the scene where the kid's like, "Oh, I'm only a ten year old. You're not gonna hit me." And he Constantine just flicks his, yeah, he flicks his cigarette at him and just kicks yeah, him straight. That in the was balls. like, yeah, that was my shit. I love that scene. That was great. That was Looking amazing. This, yeah, that was dope. It's just, uh, it, it's a three, right? It's just a three issue run. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, just yeah. see where it ends because I really just don't know. Question. Yeah. Yes. Does he sleep with Lucifer? Oh Lucifer's yeah. Tricking him. Yeah, it's like a mental game. It's like a. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need to know to pick it up. I need yeah. to pick it up now. Yeah, it was like, like he, he the issue starts like him in bed with Lucifer, and he's like, "Wait, did we?" And Lucifer's like, like, it's like all "Yeah, good. we shared we shared a bottle of like really expensive whiskey, and like, and then Lucifer just like starts." He just bursts out laughing and like snaps his fingers and like everything just materializes away, and Constantine's just like unconscious on the floor, and Lucifer's like, just laughing. All of that is good. My thing is, is is it what I want? I don't know. I don't think so. Like it's all good. I like, I, I really it's... want to go back and read some classic Hellblazer. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping. I just want to see him more. Like it just seems like when he was written originally, like I don't know, like it was darker. I've darker. heard very. I've heard very very good things about Sicebarrier's run. That's about to end that's really? cool i've heard I a lot like, of good stuff about that a lot of good colors in this comic too, i, I right? haven't read it but i've heard good stuff on reddit and like people are campaigning to get it 
extended. Craig, did right. you decide? Did you decide not to read any more Spy Spy Island, or after the one, or did you? What did you decide on? Uh, I just didn't get around to it. I'm just. I ordered, it. I ordered it on the fourth of October. I think is when I put in my order for it. And yeah, issues, dude, things are just uh, fucked up. So I never got the second. It like I missed the cutoff date by like a day or two oh, to get that. Okay. So I just haven't been able to get my hands on number two. And they didn't add a copy for me for number three. So this I'm going to get all of them eventually. The next one I'll be on. This one was, um, this one was, uh, this issue helped flesh out kind of like more of like, because like right now it's just so like, it's just like an Archer parody of like, you know, spy stuff. Yeah. And then this one kind of laid out okay. her backstory. So it was cool. It, it was cool. It's only a four. So the next one should finish it up, but it, it's decent. I like it. I think it's funny. I, I think it's funny, too, because it kind of immerses you. Like, you'll be flipping through pages, and you'll hit an advertisement. And, like, the ad oh, yeah. is... It's not, like, an ad for DC shit. It's, like, an ad within the universe. It's, like, come buy our clamshells and our crab feet or whatever. You know what I mean? You're, like, what the hell? Just you know, adding so, a little extra flavor to it. Yeah, it immerses you. So that was neat. Yeah. So, um, what? We'll Spy Island 4 and Hellblazer 3, and we can just do a retrospective of the whole, you know, Exactly. Series. Yeah, exactly. Um... I did read Walking Dead Deluxe. I read it the deluxe this time, number two. I read it in Ooh, color. What did you think of the colors? I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought they were... I, I, I want to see it with the... The other guy's art is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Issue I think, seven when Charlie Outlaw takes over. Yeah, so this was... I think color for this was fine. I think it did make it kind of like pretty... Good shading. Good like yeah. shading in the color. You know, like that's yeah. where it shines. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah, I like the story. I'm going to go on it. I love it's that he good. saw them at the end. I love that he saw them at the end. I was like, oh, that's dope. He found them, you know, because you weren't finding shit, buddy. Unless this, unless he wrote them in right now, they were dead. <laughs> you know, like they were all dead. <laughs> so that was sick. So I, it was a good issue, really solid issue. And I'll keep reading yeah. it for sure. Same. Um, yeah. Walking Dead is great. Yeah. And I have to say just from the show, just from the show, my favorite character was Rick. I just, I never read any of the story, but I always thought he fit, he seems like a pretty good actor because he's like coral, you know. Like he just was really intense, man. Oh, yeah. and like when you Andrew know when Lincoln you is really good. When you broke him, like in the show, I saw him break a couple times. So I was like, dude, yeah. that was fucked up, man. <laughs> like he was, I really liked where he went and like how he acted. It, it, he's a great actor, but just the writing was just it just went down. Yeah, so yeah, quickly. and just seeing this Rick in here, I want to see this guy break. He seems kind of goofy like he almost seems like like i can't he's not understanding yeah, the severity it, it of does. this fucking thing at all like it's this doesn't there, like, just there is a tonal shift at some point i'm waiting yeah. for that so i'm very excited yeah. for the tonal shift 100 percent. so that's cool so this is this is a good book man but i feel yeah. the same way look this is number two and i like and i'm getting sucked in more dude wait kirkman did the walking dead right he's doing yeah, firepower yeah. i feel the same yes. way like it's just really good it just really like sucking and running in. image yeah, he's 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 doing great. So that was another one. Um, did anybody uh, have Craven, any? Did you read Origins? Yes, I did. What yeah. did you think of it? Uh, definitely an interesting. It, I, you know, I'm going to keep reading it. Yeah, um, it was a really interesting opener. Yeah, it keeps hinting at different things. We don't have the whole you know intro just yet. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguity, and it was a very That's interesting issue. Right, the, the art was great. Yeah, I definitely want to know more. Uh, yeah, I love the artwork. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I've seen Rebecca in something else, but the art is 
It's very familiar. Yeah, I don't think I've seen That's this. That's the one before. with an old man on the cover, right? In some kind of Rafiki gear, isn't he? Like, yeah, 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 yeah like, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's nature yeah. is turned against humans, and you're trying to survive, but it's some sort of nature, maybe computer cybernetic. Thing. Yeah, I think the official description is like a computer virus took over the world that was created by this main character. Yeah, and so he's got to, you know, we I, I assume it's the dude, and he's going to have to, he gets cloned somehow, so he grows up from a baby again, but he heaps his, he's got his memories stored somewhere, so now he's got to face off against, you know, who he was. Yeah, the guy who created the virus gets cloned and raised again, but sort of raised the right way to, he's like, you need to save the world, and then he's yeah. going to have his past memories uploaded to him, so he knows how to defeat the virus kind of thing. Do you think he's yeah. also going to remember that he's the one who created it? Gonna, oh, like, definitely. He, yeah, he's got gonna, to, like, yeah. Yeah, that's going to fuck him up. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, this was a great first issue. Really intriguing. Set up a lot. Did a lot of world building. Set up a lot of interesting stuff. It's Yeah, it's fairly chill as well, except for, you know, one or two pages. Just people talking and, you know, kind of walking yeah. around. Yeah. Is it, it, it reminds me a little bit of, it, it reminds me a little of Last of Us. Ongoing yeah. or a mini? Um, I believe it's six issues. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. What's that word? Dialogue driven. Yeah. Is any narrative? Does anybody have any other things that they want to bring up on their comics this week? Before I, I think I have one last thing. Maybe before we get out of here. Um, anything? Anything crazy? What did you say, Craven? Sorry. No, I said sweet. We we can wrap up, and uh, this might be a record. This would be a record. Uh, We're doing I, it. We're I, doing it. I briefly want to go over Young Justice with Ty. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's what I'm and saying. Then, yeah, then, and I've yeah, got another series to discuss as well that I read this week. For sure, hit it up. I don't know what the point of the series was. I knew you no, were no, no, no. Introduce yeah. the introduce the men and the women involved. Yeah, Young Justice issue twenty, Bendis Walker Godlewski. That's all again. <laughs> Um, Scott Godlewski took over this one. Tim's is no longer on it. For, well, for now, but Tim's has been. Well, well, God, God, Godlewski's no longer on it either. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are Bender's or Walker. I don't really like. I get it. I feel like they're setting up a series of Wonder Comics, and that's fine. But I feel like this is the same thing that they did with um, the Young Animal imprint. It was short-lived. It didn't go away. It came back. I feel like that same thing's going to happen with this. Because they've still got Amethyst being published, but they don't have anything new lined up, I don't think. Or, no, they do have something lined up. They've got a Ginny Hex book, haven't they? Yes, but the thing is... I saw. They... I just saw that. That's pretty... Wait, so, I'm sorry, real quick. Is that, like, part of the Hex family or something? Yeah. Yeah, she's... That's so cool. Uh, I just Jonah saw Hex that, but like it, was great, printed great, great on, it was printed on Wonder Comics. It said... When I, is yeah. that a part of DC or? Yeah, it's like a, it's okay. like a little imprint. Bendis is curating at DC. Yeah, that was so cool. Young, young, young Justice uh, is part of that. Young Justice, uh, uh, Naomi. Uh, what's the other one? Help me out here. What are they called? Wonder Twins. Um, Wonder Twins, and we also had Dial H for Hero. That's what it was. So basically, it's the teen imprint of like different teen characters. But funny enough, Teen Titans isn't on the list for some reason. Um, kind of a weird miss there. But yeah, I mean, are they too? Are they too popular for that? 
label, you think? Uh, I'm just wondering. They're canceling the series. I mean, they said that they're going to end it recently and that they're going to like do a new Teen Titans series starting next, well, middle of next year, maybe. But the thing is, is like everything after Future State is going to be the setup for the new stuff. So I don't know what that's going to be. Um, I don't know. I agree with you. I feel like there was like, there was a point to this at the, at the beginning, but now I'm finished with it. And I guess I just don't really know. It felt like filler. All of it was just filler. Yeah. I got, I bought 20 issues of filler material that I felt like was going to go somewhere and then it didn't. Yeah. And like the, the first few issues started off really strong. Yeah. Like that first arc was good where they went to Gem World and you had all the flashbacks to how the characters got here. And I really enjoyed it. And then they did that weird multiverse arc and I was like, okay, this feels like filler, but I assume they're going to do something next arc. It's just killing a bit of time. Yeah. And then it just didn't recover from that and just kept killing time until it ended. I can tell, like I've said this before, Bendis is putting a lot more of his focus into Legion right now. And I mean, you can see that even with the future state stuff, what they have with uh, Legion. So I'm excited to see whatever he does with that at this point. He's hopping off Superman. He's hopping off this. So you know that he's got five more books lined up. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, I want him to write two books so he can focus on them. He can spend his time. He can really perfect them because otherwise we're going to get another Young Justice and it's going to fall apart again. I want him to write Legion of Superheroes and I personally would love it if he did either Batman and Detective Comics or Green Lantern and Green Lantern Corps. Give him that's one. that's the thing that he does. Huh? Give him one of them, not both. <laughs> no, I'll explain why. The reason why I yeah. see this is because uh, whenever he does a series, he loves to do two at the same time. He's done he did all like new a... X-Men and X-Men. Yeah. He did uh, Avengers and New Avengers. Or sorry, New Avengers and uh, uh, Mighty Avengers. Um, he's done uh, Action Comics and then Superman. So he likes to have those two, two series tied in so he can have that for sure. I don't mind that. I like when he does that. I think that's but, action but comics and started out strong. My problem with that is though, is you if you don't like what he's doing with the book, you don't have anything to fall back on. Like if I want to read Superman, I've got to read Bendis. Because I can't say he was just writing one of them, I could read the other one and it's fine. I mean you could say that, but I mean there's also gonna be Justice League and then all of the other uh Yeah. Tom King's six issue series of Superman. I mean, there's always going to be options out there. I think it's just a matter of like what main titles are going to be on there. I'm excited to see him do something next because I think that he would do really good dialogue with uh, Green Lantern. I know that I'm wrong. I know he's probably not going to do that, but I like to fantasize about it. I, I just want him to not burn himself out again because Superman started off really strong and it fell apart. My question is what's going to happen with Event Leviathan now? It's dead. He no, was writing a. He was going oh, to gone. Say... Yeah, he was writing Checkmate, and that got cancelled. Checkmate got cancelled. Yeah, it was written, drawn, and DC pulled the plug on it. Why? I don't know. Because DC gonna DC. Yeah. I would like him on a Green Arrow book with Maleve. DC. Okay, yeah. DC stands for disconnect. <laughs> oh, he got puns. He got puns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Puns for days. <laughs> um, 
What was the? Uh, are you guys good on it? What else? Did, what was the other one you wanted to bring up, Shawnee? Uh, I read the first six issues of Ice Cream Man this week. Oh, okay. It was really fucking good. Did Jesus so Christ, good. it was so good. Did you see that thing I just posted in the chat? Ha ha. Yeah, I think I might jump on that. Yeah, yeah. That Craven the posted the other day. That, that's yeah. Same. Craven posted that the other day, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to read Ice Cream Man now." And I went. But do and I it. have to read Ice Cream Man to read Ha Ha? No, yeah. but you should read Ice Cream Man. What is is Ice Cream Man um, finished, or is it an ongoing? I I think yeah. it's finished now. I want to see if it's collected at all. And who, I don't who's know. who's it by? Um, it's image written by Maxwell Prince. Maxwell Prince. <laughs> Each each issue's a different story, like it's an anthology. It's yeah. it's so fucking. What is good. it like? The ice like, cream man's kind of like effed up, killing people, or is it's he like, like uh, delivering like the fourth that. flavor? He's the crypt keeper. Yeah. Ooh, shit, crypt keeper. Why you? The first issue was the weakest one. That's All like right. black. That's like Black Mirror. Like it's just. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Okay, this, fair enough. This ice cream man, but on image, you said right. Yeah. yeah. And then, the thing I posted is ha ha, uh-huh. by the same yeah. by the same guy. Ha uh-huh. ha. Yeah. yeah, but oh, it's going to be about Oh shit! I didn't notice. I just co- they're going to make it into a series. The trades look different artwork. Is it the same artist for both of them? The trades have a different artwork. It must then. Same artist on the single issues, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at these trades right now. Damn, they have five trades, bro. Yeah, there's like 20, 21 issues out so far. Oh, fuck. I d- it is an ongoing. I saw I saw it when I was just looking at all these solicitations. It does look cool. Damn. It is so good. This is... Issue six was incredible. Hush your mouth, boy. I'll buy it. I'll, look, I'll read it. I always like that shit, Ice Cream Man shit. I don't know why. That was like one of the big things on Spawn that like sold me in the very beginning. The one of the bad guys is an ice cream man, and he says he he fucks him up. He goes and finds him, and he's like almost like having a Rorschach moment where he's like, "What do I do?" He's like, "Fuck it." He said he like stabs him with a bunch of ice cream cones and hangs him upside down, and, and like he's dead. And when the police find him, it says he made what's he say? Boys screamed, girls screamed. So I made him scream and scream and scream and scream. It was dope. I was like, dude, Todd McFarlane's such a nasty. Like his, he's such a great. I, I don't that. know. He's super creative. I he, he so, very for you, Dave. I'm gonna give you a little description of the first issue because I think you might appreciate this. Is this for ice? Is this for Ice Cream Man? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So Let me hear are you familiar it. at all with the Brazilian Wandering Spider? No, but it, like I feel like I've heard that, but I wouldn't say I'm familiar with it. The Brazilian wandering spider is uh, probably within the top three most poisonous spiders on Earth. Uh, the deadliest, I believe, is the Australian funnelweb spider. The Brazilian wandering spider is known because it is one of the most aggressive spiders on the planet. So much so to the point that it will attack anything if it gets pissed off enough, and you can actually visibly see how angry it gets because its fangs turn red. It stands up on its hind legs and propo- propels its front legs like this, and then it will go at you. It does look like a tarantula, but it's slightly bigger. Much of the same uh, qualities as well, venom that can be very poisonous, but the venom has a very unique quality in the fact that it causes paralysis and it also, Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, I've heard of this thing. I've seen it like in a CSI episode or some shit. It will turn into a statue within minutes. 
Damn. A statue of an erect penis. Oh, that was on A Thousand Ways to Die. That's it. Yeah, I knew I'd seen that. Yeah. The Brazilian wandering spider is most famously known for attacking people who collect bananas and banana trees. I was just going to say he got bit from a banana. The banana spider. So wait a sec. Now let's go back to Ha Ha. What's Ha Ha then? This is the thing. The character is going to be a clown for Ha Ha. That's it. That's all you get to know. But all you know is that it's going to be a horror anthology that's probably going to revolve around him. Ice Cream Man is going to be the same way, except the character was an Ice Cream Man who. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's 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 very. They're anthologies. Then they're not directly connected. All right. So I want to. I do. I want to collect. It's very reminiscent of like Twilight Zone or Black Mirror. How each issue is a different thing, and there's only like a slight tangential connection with a man selling ice cream. Yep. And right, I'm just going to mention it. what I thought was the best issue of the series so far, which uh-huh. is issue six, which this guy goes up to an ice cream man and he gets three scoops on one cone. And then he's walking home and he comes to a crossroad. And so he can go left, straight on or right. And it explores him going like all three ways. And the art changes. It's like each page, three panels of what, what would happen if he went left or straight on or right. And it's just sort of exploring his life depending on which way he turns, and it's a fantastic issue. There's a movie like that with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Scarlett Johansson. I think it's just, it's not 50-50. <laughs> That's the one that popped in my head, but there's... Uh, shit, let me look it up. But it's basically like, uh, it explores, you know, if you chose two different paths on the same day. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like, like congruent parallel choices. You know, like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, one one's like I won't sort of spoil it, but like once he falls falls in love, and like another one goes like really dark. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did in the movie. Like one, they get involved in like they get chased by some people in the city because they you know picked up the wrong phone, answered the wrong phone, or something. Yeah, and they go and they go to like a family event and deal with their own. Uh, issues. I don't know what the name of the movie is. I'm not seeing it. Um, let's have a look. Cool. So, was that it, Shawnee? Just Ice Cream Man shit? Yeah, it That's was cool. incredible. I recommend anyone listening watches it. Because is it that your so first good. exposure with that writer? Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's okay. good. That's, like, that's always I heard about. Good. I heard about Haha, and I was like, okay, I'll go check out Ice Cream Man, and it was, it was just, it blew me away. It's and so I'm yeah, that's yeah. dope. I'm excited. I like anthologies. I'm, I'm probably going to finish it this week because it's so good, so easy to read. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I can say. yeah. Um. Cool. So this was our quickest one. Yay! Congratulations. Really ha ha! But we did a lot, and I like this format better, so I'm cool with that. We we um, didn't mention Batman. Oh yeah, and uh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome if you like to. What? Uh, it was 102, right? Yeah, 102. Uh, we get introduced to Ghost Hunter. Yeah, this guy's cool. So this was where I got my title of the week, Break Every Bone in Your Body. It's cool. So it just it seems like this character is somebody from Bruce Wayne's past who knew knew him as Bruce Wayne, as somebody seeking Yeah. Uh, seeking more knowledge in fighting and martial arts and all the stuff. Ty, did you read Tomasi's Batman and Robin? Uh I read the first couple of issues and then fell off. Why? This character really reminds me of nobody from that first off. I can see why you'd say that. Okay. So Tynion has said in an interview that he wanted to have a character for this uh, storyline he's building up to 
that is somebody from his past. And I think that this is tied into what's going to be happening with uh, the changes he's making to Gotham. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see this. I feel... Yeah, like... I, I didn't dislike it, but I was sort of like, this character is very familiar. I sure. love that the uh, the bat just stepped in at the very end and saved the kid. It's just, you know what I mean? That's Question. Cool. Do we know what's going on? Do you remember the thing that he mentioned to Grifter in the previous issue? I do not. He mentioned something about a program. He said something to Grifter. He's like, I know what this is. You need to tell yeah. your boss that I know about it. Yeah. This is my thing. Do you think that's tied into Ghostmaker anyway? I, I think, guess it could do. I, I, I know. Do you, uh, there's no way Grifter's that that was back. the only. Yeah, that's, there's just no way that that was the Grifter's only moment in this. Like, so I. Like, that would just be so weird to just include him for this one, like, scene. Like, that he's Lucius's bodyguard, right? That's who it was. And that that's it. And I'm like, that's just weird. That's a weird... I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. I like the Grifter. I also... I'm hoping that the one issues 1 through 10 skyrocket because of it. <laughs> and then I'll sell the Grifter. And I'll have grifted somebody. Which is... Dave, no one, with... no one wants your Grifter. Stop trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah, somebody buy my Grifters, man. <laughs> Please. Uh, fuck. Um, no, I really like the character, though. He's sleek. He's fast. He's scary. You know? Like, looks like an assassin. Really cool design. Yeah, a Persian assassin. That's a baby. Um, I thought it was dope. I'm excited to see them duke it out hardcore, almost like he duked it out with Deathstroke. I really like that when he duked it out with Deathstroke a while back. That was sick. I'm excited for this. this and then he was like falling out of the sky, and Deathstroke's like, We both yeah. know you're going to save me. You might as well just do it already. And then, like, right before the final moment, he saved him with the grappling hook. That was sick. Um, so yeah, it's definitely yeah, this dope. Is a good issue. Yeah, I'm loving Tynan's we, work at the minute. Definitely solid. Not Jimenez anymore, though. So. He's working on the next arc. Oh, or he's, okay. Um, I watched a, um, interview of Tynan. He said Jimenez is already hard at work for 2021's big Batman story. Very nice. Hell yeah, brother. Um, let's see. I wanted to just see what we're reading next week, so we all know. Um, I think I sent it to the chat, didn't I? Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me. Let I got to sign off here, guys. So. Nice, yeah, because we're gonna get going anyway pretty shortly. Way to go! Yep, way to go, Crave! You did it! Yeah, hell yeah! All right, see you guys. See ya. See you later. Bye. All right, that actually gives me an opportunity, real quick, to do a quick swap of our video cameras. Yeah, yeah! I fucking did it. Sorry, it's gonna. You'll see it on the YouTube video. But just Craven doesn't actually have any books next week. Ooh, boy gets a break. Wait a minute. That can't be right. I thought Outcast comes out next week. The what comes out next week, sorry? Outcast. I'm reading that with him. Okay, cool. We'll have that on then. I'm typing. I'm typing. Is that the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Ty. Is that the one that has like one one issue left? Or how many are left in that? Yes, one or two issues left. Yeah, that's cool. Very satisfying, though. Um... Yeah, I was going to hop on, but then it was like, oh, it's only got one arc left, so I was like, I'll just wait until it ends. Yeah. I mean, get the trade. Did the trades are coming out fast. It's image. Yeah. Did you see the Ha Ha B cover? It's pretty fucking dope. I'll make it that I one here. Not. Let me here have Put it in the chat. Yeah, Dave, I've got to say, Ice Cream Man is so good. I know. I really love that type of stuff, too, which is cool. I just, I, I want to buy it in physical. I just don't know. I guess I could buy the trades. That's fine. But it looks like it's going to be like a big fat book one day. Oh. Hardcover. 
Never yeah. mind. Yeah, it doesn't come out until the 25th. Man, they're taking their sweet time with this book. Oh, okay. Weird. Ooh, tabs. Right. What's this thing you posted? What's this light or darkness? Just something Marvel posted. So I have to, like, kind of follow <laughs> it and, like, see which one I am? Is that the point? Yeah. Just okay. something kind of fun I saw on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, which sword are you? Ooh, from fuck sword? me! Okay, okay. So you have to start at the beginning. I got right? the Just Light play. of Galador. Oh, no, wait. No, I didn't. Oh, I got Warlock, the gayest X-Men. Dude. So what? I just have to choose a light or dark and then choose thing. the next thing, right? That's all I have wait, to do. Wait, what did you say? Yeah, Sorry. It's, it's just okay. a flow chart. It's just okay. a flow chart. That's all it is. I'll choose the Ty, light. Ty, what did you say? Sorry. That's not a bad thing. Choose steady. No. It's a quote from Beauty. Archer. At one point, oh. he's like, "Oh, who are you, Wall uh, Warlock, the gayest X Man?" Oh, right, he did. I got that. the Sword of Might. That just shows. I'm that, that's why every time we mention uh, Warlock on this show, his name is Warlock, isn't it? Who? Yeah. yeah. Every time we mention him, I'm always like the gayest of X Men. Huh, Archer. <laughs> um, cool shit. That's a cool flow chart, though. Who Marvel? You said Marvel did that tabs. Yeah, I was on the yeah. Twitter. Yeah, that's cool. I like that shit. Um, but the Twilight Sword wasn't on there, so... And that's still pretty interesting, just saying for X of Swords. It was in the issue. We saw it. Yeah, she's got it. And they still mentioned yeah. that the enemy was laid asunder. It was fire, dude. I just want to know why she's got the blade. How long till my my buddy Surter comes back? Because his stories are fun. Because he has these, dude. If you guys go ever have a chance to like when you're old and decrepit and actually have time to read like other shit, you go to and read Walter Simonson's like run on Thor in like the 80s, dude. The plot you get Beta Ray Bill, you get you get Beta Ray Bill. Like the plot is so full circle. That's crazy. Really, really successful. Nothing about it that's bad. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. And then the only thing that stinks is um. We read a Batman thing recently, I think it was like 1026, where he, or 1027, whatever, the thousand issues of Batman, he, um, Walter Simonson did the coloring or the art for the thing, and I was like, damn, I wish he did the Thor run back in the day, he's a good artist, because the art is pretty much like that standard studio Marvel art, you know, that we were talking about, where there was like, there was a time when they were, yeah, you're like, oh shit, dude, you're actually a really good artist, bro, you could, you could like do it differently if you wanted, so, yeah, that's cool. Um, let's see. So what's, uh, uh, Sean, you said you posted, uh, our solicitations of the next week. There's kind of in the schedule chat. Yes. In the schedule, the schedule. All right. So we got, Ty will be very happy. We've got a Merca book. Who? Uh, Sorry. Tabs tabs will be happy. Not Ty. Yeah. There's the punchline. Yeah. Comes out. Yeah. That's tabs. Tabs. I got bad news for you, bro. Well, you might not care too much. Did you see the latest update with uh, Kate Pride, not Kitty Pride? I th- I, I think I, I I think I saw, but I like what is it? I think I saw it. She is now canonically bisexual, apparently. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then next issue, have- Kate Pride comes out as. If it happened more, more naturally, but. Oh, I did. It wasn't a force. Wait, thing. you posted the you posted last week. 
I mean, everybody just kind of said it was kind of weird that, like, in Marauders, like, one issue, she's just kind of, like, randomly kissing a guy, and then all of a sudden, like, um, yeah. it wasn't... It was, like, two issues ago, she got her stupid knuckle tattoos, and then she just, like, randomly, like, French kisses the tattoo artist, who I thought was mad. I, I would just point out, none of us have read the book, so we don't know what happened to her in that book. You don't know what kind of life decision Rihanna decision-making to get yeah. thug life tattooed on her knuckles? <laughs> you don't well, know I mean, her. <laughs> like, I just, I just thumbed through the pages in the shop because we were talking about it with a couple people. Like, did you just see, like, the last couple pages? And I'm like, you know, I just went through it and I just kind of stopped. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just kind of mm -hmm. stopped and, like, is she kissing magic? And they're like, no, that's not magic. That's some tattoo artist. And I flip back a couple more pages. I'm like, so wait, she just decides to get like tattoos, much like Sean decides to get a nose ring. Um, and then, uh, lots of alcohol. but then like, she just like, as thanking the tattoo artist, you just kind of like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm just going to like French kiss you out of the blue. It, it was just, it was just very darling. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. That, that, that's more so what it was, because that's like literally like the scene. It was she's with magic. They're walking down the street. She she wants the tattoos. She goes in, gets the tattoos, and then as she's saying goodbye to the tattoo artist, she just like randomly leans in and like French kisses her, and then walks out. Yep. I am personally really excited to uh, see this continue, where she becomes a gangster. Yeah, uh, thug uh, life. And. Possibly an extra-dimensional alien. Yes. Yes. I'm just gonna go back to Jubilee as a vampire. Happier times. I'm down. Uh, where is Jubilee? Because <laughs> I would love her to make an appearance again. Um, Excalibur. Yep. Yep. I don't want to read that. And I one X23, her with an X-23 is locked in a box with like four other characters. Apparently. Yeah, they're in like a stasis mode. Yeah, the They've been like locked away into a place where time is just never. It's inconsistent or some shit i don't know it's fucking crazy i, I was just thinking it's like it's her darwin and like two other people and I, I was just thinking that the other day it's actually really cool that that's a cool seed that they're gonna pull back one day i really think hickman's bit off i don't want to say he's bitten off more than he can chew I, he can chew it i'm the one who can't chew it like you know i bit off more than i can chew reading hickman you know what i mean like that's how i feel about it. it's like this guy's just crazy big he's crazy big um I wanted to go into some solicitations, though, for next week, because we have X of Swords. We have three of them. Marauders, 15. Excalibur, 14. Wolverine, 7. So that's kind of cool. Kind of getting more into the story. Um, we have that punchline one-shot, which is cool. It, did did Merka do the cover uh, tabs? She's doing everything. She's doing okay. the... Um, with the exception of the story, I believe, but she's doing... Um, the main cover and she's doing the art yeah. and um, cool cover did you see how it's like uh, split personality yeah and then frank uh frank cho has the variant okay um we have death metal my favorite book um, this one looks <laughs> badass so it's lobo yeah no it it's lobo it did look badass infinite hours extreme i'm, I'm telling extreme. you if they just had that multiversal thing again where like you got the dark knights multiverse going on you know universe with all these it, it would oh does anyone read tales of dark multiverse hush no i did not no, I, I didn't know it came uh, out. i read it it was really cool was it tommy was it tommy um it tommy was in there but he he, it, he, it's, he was it hush. was an interesting twist okay cool okay. 
That's interesting. I actually really want to read it. I like the Tales from the Dark Multiverse. I like the ones from uh, a couple of years back. Or was um, it last? Um, uh, it was last year, I think. We have... Ooh. I didn't finish that. I missed the last one, which I think was Judas Contract. Oh, okay. I'm, I, I'll go back and read that, because they're all good. Nightfall was cool. Death of Superman. We got Nightfall. Superman 27. Sorry? What did oh, you say? Sorry. You're talking about Superman. Yeah, we got Superman 27. We got Iron Man number three. Which is, I've, dude, Iron Man's cool, man. I'm really digging. So Iron good. Man. How is that selling so well? I'm blown away it's by really, like, it. It's really good. It's cool. Good? It's cool it's how good, they yeah. put this. To, yeah, how they like even the last issue, the sacrifice he had to make with breaking his arm, like that was cool. I'm like, damn, that's something Tony kind of has to. Those are the big yeah. struggles for him. Do it, I risk it, my it's, own? It you stripped know? him down and made him a lot more human. Yeah, it's okay. cool, and he kind of knows what a douche he is now. Like, kind of like you know, like just his lifestyle and stuff. Cool. You know what? I'm gonna get caught up on that because I'm interested now. It's really good. I would read it. Yeah. And they're very quick okay. reads too. I felt like they they flew by, even yeah. though I felt like and I well really, really liked them. Fast. Oh. Yeah. Art's really and solid. The, some the of the most art is crisp, incredible. Yeah, some of the most crisp art. Really, really, really solid art. It looks okay. like is Alex Ross doing all the covers then? Is that what's happening for now? Like yeah. he's just been doing the covers? Okay. Because his Iron Man suit's so great. Really solid fucking suit. Um Let's see. Yeah, next week's kind of short too, so that's nice for our solicitations. Yeah, and yeah, maybe we'll also we'll have the bonus episode coming out of Dark Knight Returns. Yes, we'll have that. Yes. And uh, for now, we're gonna leave them up free. We'll figure out when we start this Patreon thing. Um, yeah. I did. Uh, I'm working on the uh, audio versions of podcast too, so that will all start in the next week or two. I'll get it all up and running. Um, cool. Yeah. So pretty much, if you're new here, uh, let's see. Let me just bring up my list of nonsense here. Hold on. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, so what happens is pretty much for anybody new here is you get we're gonna try to we're gonna stream it on Twitch, upload it to YouTube for permanent, uh, you know, playback, and then um, you can follow us on our Twitters and uh, Sourcewall Comics, uh, and Reddit Sourcewall Comics. We'll figure out all the you know what we do with each social media. So you have what is it? It's Twitter. Um, Instagram and Reddit, Sourcewall Comics, and then we have no, Twitter. Um, Twitter is at SW Comics. That's right. Yeah, because we couldn't make it that long because they wouldn't let us. I don't no. think the sons of bees. Um, and then we have a Patreon as well, where if you pay a dollar, you'll get access to bonus episodes and join our Patreon chat, our public, the Patreon, you know, chat with all the peoples. So there's that too. Um. But for now, we're just trying to crank out, you know, weekly. We're, we changed up the format this time, got a little more free-flowing, which was cool. Yeah, it was um, good. And I'm digging it. And I think uh, we'll end this one. I mean, we'll sign off and shit, but next time we come, I'd like to know what you guys think is the first... Like, MCU has been on a hiatus. What? What is the first one? Um, Are you giving us homework? Yeah, kind of. I just want you to think about this, because it's like... With Black Widow coming out, the, the reason they're doing this movie is definitely to help add some things into not only her story or whatever, but to flesh out maybe the future shit that's coming in, you know, like all this other shit. What do you think's happening? I mean, open-ended, don't really care. I don't care which one you tackle. If you want to do WandaVision, if, you, if that's what you want to talk about, you want to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you want to talk about what Black Widow is going to bring, just, just think of some shit that you think these, your predictions of what these, where they're going. That's, that's kind of what I'm going to bring next time. Cool. I have some cool ideas. I think it's pretty trippy. That they have quite the opportunity, Marvel, right now, to do something. To, they did something fantastic, 
they have a chance to do it again. Like, you know what I mean? Look, here's the thing. If they don't do anything with the multiverse of madness that does not introduce Fantastic Four and the X-Men into the universe, I don't want it. Can I can I say one thing about um before we we'll leave it for future conversations, but um my only thing is what if they don't need the multiverse for mutants to appear? What if that the infinity stones being snapped on planet Earth was enough to cause the Terrigen mist effect and it activated all the X genes in everybody's bodies? But then we don't have Wolverine being around for two hundred years. And that's true. And that's and my Magneto only, being yeah. Yes. World War Two. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to be able to use Magneto either. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I think they're going to have to change it. Not not to be like this is just a light prediction, but if I if you were to change it, we don't have the Holocaust survivors are too old now. It doesn't work. It's getting too I, old. I think he could have been have if you did the multiverse yeah. of madness, then you could introduce the X Men for sure and a different time stream too. Like he could be from the Holocaust, but be way younger because like. <laughs> You grabbed yeah. him from the 60s of a different universe and brought him into your time period. You know, There's something that has been said in the comics has been that because of Nito's mutant ability, it has made him live a little bit longer than usual. It's not like yeah, that's like interesting. Or... That's cool. So I'm, I'm I mean, excited for all that shit. You're not wrong in saying that the, a lot of the Holocaust survivors are dying off right now, but I mean, oh. there is there still a possibility of him being like six, seven, and living through the Holocaust? Got... I get a tattoo every birthday. I got the uh, like numbers from the movie on my arm in the same spot. Like when when Magneto in like the X three, he's just like the one chick in the movie. She's like, "Where's your mark?" And he's just like, there "I have go. been marked once, my dear." And he's like, "Never again." He's like, "This is the tattoo he got." I, I was the. Uh, I've grown quite fond of Magneto. He's quite a great character. He's a great character. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be a miss to. I I I hope they use Fastbender. I mean, like I know that's treading weird water, but I think Fastbender was. I don't think he will. He was great, but yeah, yeah, no, and I don't think he will either. I don't think he will. I'm just saying he was an amazing Magneto, and I really think Fox Fox doesn't even give you what he has to offer. Is what I'm saying. Like he's such just like he's such a really really well trained actor, and just like Fox just is great. Fox just. Does they did their movies? There some have some have some of the most amazing scenes in it. Some have great scenes, but they're no they're by far they're not these Fox's movies don't stand up to Marvel's like MCU quality at all. Neither does Sony's fucking Marvel movies. Their movies are trash, man. Even though like I they're didn't good. E- for... I didn't even bother with Venom. Yeah, I never dude, watched that. Dude, I heard it was I heard it was an alright action. Just film. What? No, no. I so when I watched, I just rewatched the Amazing Spider-Man uh, number two with Jamie Fox, and I couldn't even get through it just because of the film style. Like, dude, when you watch it, it's Venom's film the exact same way, where you're just like, this is like cheese. This is like some high schooler trying to get it. Like, what are these shots? There's no in. There was no innovation. I was just like, so sure. I don't know. I felt bad because like I think Tom Hardy can do a great job. I think Venom can be a great character. I just don't think it. Was yeah. Poor, I agree. Poor. But. Do you guys want to sign off? Everybody cool? Sure. Dude, we did it in two and a half hours. It's solid. That's dope. Just want to say that. It's awesome. Um, all right, cool beans. Let's uh, let's go around the room here. Tabs. You want to tell them where they can find you? It is up on the it is up on the screen, but this is for the audio listeners, so the, they know. For the old time radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find me at Twitter 
at Tabris172015. Uh, go check out Inkblot number three that came out if you like cute little magical cats running around causing chaos. And pick of the week, Bomb Queen issue number three. That's the trump card one, right? Like the. Yep. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, did you ever just real quick while you're signing off? Did you Sailor Moon? Did you ever see that tabs with the black cat? It's a funny, quirky little cat, though. I just, you know. Oh, oh, you, Luna, Luna and Artemis. Yeah, Luna. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. liked that. That was fun. Those cats. <laughs> um, how about you, Sean? You want to sign off? Uh, yep. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sean Walsh seven four seven. And my pick of the week is Ice Cream Man issue six. That's sick. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad I like those stories are it, very cool. It blew me away. It was very, so good. Yeah, I like and like just themed around Ice Cream Man clowns. Those are cool. They, they make there's a lot of meat in those stories. You can tell like that type of shit. Like I have a comic called The Milkman Diaries and I haven't picked it up yet, but it was just like I bought the number one from like the dollar bins. And I have a feeling it's about the it's like murders and shit and like weird milkman stories, which is cool. Um, what about you, Ty? Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter as well. I'm talking about comics. That's talking with no G, about with no A, comics with an X. Also on TikTok, you can find me at Tyler Brown is here. Uh, I've been doing some more uh, comic book stuffs on there. He's been uh, letting us bust a gut, you know. That shit's funny, dude. I have a hard time with doing skits. I'm so sporadic that I can't plan anything. It's either it happens in the moment or I miss my mark, you know? I, uh, um, I posted a thing last night that blew up pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, a conversation about No Note November with my uh, roommate. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't, I have a weird thing. I don't want, I, I bet Tabs might be able to relate. I don't want TikTok. Like, I don't want the app. I'll go through it through the web browser. You know, like, I don't want the app for some reason. I don't know why. Chinese, it's a they, really functional. It's it's honestly the got best <laughs> algorithm I've ever seen. To yeah, Ty, Ty, fuck you for making me download it again. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I, <laughs> I was oh, clean. Wow. I deleted it. I've been clean for months, and I was like, oh, I'll check out his TikTok, and then like yeah, now I'm just on there for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. straight straight in the arm. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, and then you can find me, Fleas Fist, at instagram and twitch i just post like photos of comics that i like um but i just wanted to point out because i didn't bring it up people who like norse mythology you should read this it's very fun it was really it was a good issue it tells a good yeah that told you it really wraps around in this issue where you're like and you have to remember these are the actual like stories of the gods like if I read these stories like I did today, I would not respect these people at all. Not a single one of those people in the room. They These are the weirdest. Do you, that's what's crazy about Norse of all of them is like it's almost like a joke. Every story has some weird like schlegelhorn or skein, and you're like, what the hell? Or he's like, I get to take your head now. It's cool. So if you like Norse mythology, you'll love that shit. So pretty dope. I personally think that crossover was my personal choice this week. I can't get over it. I'm really excited. It was so good. Yeah, I'm that so, that and Ice Cream Man number six were like it's just a fraction apart because they're both blew me we, away. Uh, we've probably already said it. Did we say it's a three or it's an ongoing three? This crossover. I think it's yeah. six. Oh, it's a six. Okay, I wasn't I sure. Okay, cool, cool. Man, that's nuts. That's at least he gets to finish it though. One through six, end it. Good, you know. All right, cool beans. Cool beans. All right, we're going to sign. What? Let me see what time we got. Oh, 2.30 on the dot. Let's sign off, boys. Everybody say goodbye. Give a big nice. old wave. Big old wave. Bye now. Catch y'all I stand with Johnny Depp.